All right, guys, back with the new setup for this uh, little weekend show. And it is not part of the regular show for I know most of you people out there understand that. But uh, for some reason, uh, you know, there's one retard out there that gave me a bad review and said that, they, you know, I'm talking all about fast food instead of conspiracies. Now, this is a separate show. It's on the weekend. It's to take a little day off when, you know, we're just staring into the abyss constantly. Why not have a little bit of fun with this kind of stuff? And I brought on a fun guy to do this with, uh, you know, took a week off last week. I was traumatized from the bad review, wanted to try and come back with something strong here. So what we're doing with Kyle from the Big Dumb Podcast is we're going to do a little bit of a beer review type thing and also uh, stick with that normal weekend show. I love these beer reviews that you do, Kyle, and you were kind enough to invite me on. What was it two or three weeks ago at this point? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we had a good time, man. So what's going on with you, buddy? Oh, not much, man. Just uh, I, I feel you on the bad review thing, man. Uh, <laughs> even if you get like a four star, it's like, man, what did I do wrong? You know, uh, and, speaking, <laughs> you know, I got <laughs> you probably saw my post. I uh, someone left me a four star review, which is a great review. Uh, but they said, I love your show, man. I, you do a great job. But for the love of God, stop saying, you know what I mean? Every five seconds. He's like, we trust you. We believe in you. Just stop it. And the thing is, I, that wouldn't have bothered me so much if my wife for the past three weeks wasn't <laughs> constantly berating me about saying, you know what I mean? And I think yeah. it comes from a place of uh, uh, I think it's like a do you trust me kind of thing? Am I are you listening to me? I can't tell if you're listening. Maybe I'm autistic. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it so I get what you mean about a, a one bad review can really dampen your spirits. But. Uh, you just got to run with it, dude. And I think conspiracies and fast food go hand in hand. I think everybody, as 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 much as you and I know that fast food is like no good for us, um, we all enjoy it. Uh, I mean, I had Taco Bell for lunch today, and I absolutely hated myself for it, <laughs> but I did it, and I, I I wanted to do it. Like I was set on on this on this fast food endeavor. And uh, it was not worth it at all. But, you know, that's just how it goes. You were just preparing for the show today, and I appreciate that. You did some homework, and I think that this is going to be a great episode because of the Taco Bell. Now, uh, yeah, I mean, really, dude, I think, honestly, I got that same review. I got another because I say, you know what I mean, a lot. And uh, then you start catching yourself, and then you're like, holy shit, I really do say this like every 30 seconds, it seems like. So it happens, dude. But since we're going to get into these beers, I see you reaching into your cooler there. What are you pulling out? First of okay, all. so as I told you, I, I went to the liquor store today to get uh, some beers. Um, normally, I go to a little market and build my own six-pack, but I didn't have time today. So I went to the liquor store, grabbed a, a bottle of whiskey for the wife, and I asked the, the lady at the liquor store, like, can I build a six-pack here? And she was like, no, but you know, you can look around or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I was looking at some stuff, and she goes, oh, wait, look at this. And she pulls out this giant box. And I was like, what is that? And it was a variety pack of 24 beers. I think there's like eight or nine different beers in there. And I didn't even ask her what it was, how much it cost. I was like, ring me up. I'm fucking sold. So nice. this is Goose Island Beer Company. I've had some of their beers before. It's pretty good. This one is called 312. It's an urban wheat ale. So I don't know if it's made for black people because it's urban <laughs> uh, or they're just trying to be hip. But it's a, it says bright, lemony, a bit hazy. And it is a uh, 4.2% alcohol by volume. So thought I just ate some dinner. So I thought this might, might be a nice little uh, light, refreshing uh, after dinner beer to get the little buzz going. 
Okay, so you start in the light. Yeah, she could have really bent you over for that. She could have just charged you like double of what it cost. It sounds like you you weren't too concerned about. Uh, I mean, it was it was probably like thirty bucks, which fair. isn't which isn't bad for twenty four craft beers. Sure, it's not bad, not bad at all. Yeah, so I was trying uh, in the spirit of the conspiracies and uh, you know the stuff that we're into, and obviously you know beer and booze reviews. I tried to find at this little local spot. Shout out Casa Marana. Uh, it's this little place near my house that I didn't realize actually sold individual beers. Um, I thought it was like a bar pizza joint type thing. They sell like paninis, pizza, and then beers, wine, whiskey, and they focus oh, on local shit. So you can go eat, the, you can go sit down and eat there, but you can also buy cans of beer to go. You can, yeah. And I made my own six pack there. They do exactly. And what's wild there is, and it was kind of interesting to me is they have two prices for all the beers there, one to go and one for there. And if you're drinking it there, it's three times the price, which is strange. You'd think it'd be more expensive to go. Well, I've I've worked in restaurants and bars before, and uh, my old co-host Puds was a, a you know distributor for distributor for a local brewery. And they have I think the law, at least in Texas and maybe in Arizona too, they they can't sell it uh very much above uh their their buy price. Uh, when you get something to go. So if you like if you go to a local brewery or something and you buy a six pack, it's going to be much cheaper uh, to take it to go. Um, so I, that's something that I've I thought was weird, too, the first time, because uh, like at my, my restaurant, when you got off work, you got off your shift, you could get a beer and it was, you know, same prices as, as a normal beer at the at the bar. But if you got it to go, it was like half the half the price. Yeah, dude. No, it, it's strange to me. Um, but so what I got right now, and I'm going to turn my screen off just so you can see this. This is a beautiful little thing. It's called the Alchemist's Breakfast. Um, so it's a nice little, uh, I like the logo. I like the little uh, label on there. It looks like an Isaac Newton uh, type pouring something out of a beaker. And uh, what it is, it's a blonde ale conditioned on coffee beans. And this is a uh, very mild beer, 5.4 ABV, 15 IBU, uh, mm. made by Flying Bassett. And it's got a lovely little dog logo. Um, fairly local. Uh, I'm in Tucson, Arizona. This is made out of Gilbert, Arizona. So we're going to okay. give this a try and see how this goes. But uh, have you gotten a sip of yours yet? What's yours Dude, like? Actually, yeah, I did. And this is delicious. It's basically a, a lemonade. Um, not, I mean, nah, it's a beer, but I, the lemon really comes through. It's very light, very delicious. I could drink probably five of these in nice. one one setting. It's very, very delicious. But what you got, a little alchemist going on, um, that's I, I, that with the coffee beans. Mm, very. It's very a blonde nice. ale sitting on coffee beans, which, yeah, we'll see how this is. Mm. But uh, I want to figure out, like, where you started. So what got you into drinking beer, dude? Obviously, this is a, a common drink for Americans <laughs> like us. You're a Texan. I'm in Arizona and we, we kind of have a similar culture here. When did you start getting into beer and like, uh, especially the craft beer stuff? Oh, well, um, <clears throat> so, I mean, obviously I partied in high school and in college and you drank ch cheap, shitty beer, Keystone, Coors Light, whatever. I do love Coors Light still, you know, I still drink that. It's like um, sex in a canoe. My dad says, you know, there's sex on a beach. That's sex in a canoe. <laughs> Silver bullet for the wind, <laughs> baby. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so, but when you're just trying to get fucked up, you don't really care what you're drinking, right? Sure. Uh, so when I when I turned 21, um, I was in college in uh, Northern Illinois, and we had a restaurant there called Old Chicago. 
I don't know if you've been to a restaurant like that. It's like a pizza place. We got one here, buddy. I like. I, I, I wish I had talked one. about this. Yeah, I like this little spot, and we can talk about them because they're kind of trashy. Oh no, the tra- that's why I went there. Yeah, it was like it was not just nice enough that I didn't feel like a loser, and there were more <laughs> trashy people there than me, so it felt like I could be, you know, I could have a little fun there. You know, yeah. I didn't feel comfortable there because there were people who were way drunker there than I was. They were, you know, every day, all day, all night drinking, you know, getting absolutely hammered. So, but for those who don't know at old Chicago, you, they have what's called the world beer tour and they rotate their beers out quite frequently. And you can sign up for a a little rewards card and they track your beer. They track the amount of different kinds of beer that you drink. And so we fed, we and my, my drug dealer at the time, we would, I'd get out of class, go to his house, smoke some blunts, and then we'd go to old Chicago because that their happy hour special was a, a dollar off pints and four dollars for a little personal pizza. Oh man. And I was like, as a college kid, I was like, I can get drunk and eat for like 15 bucks. Yeah. And so that's, we, I did that almost every day for about a year when I turned, to, I turned 21 my senior year of, of college. So, that's when I really started getting into the craft beers, trying to fit. Cause that's when you want to figure out what you like. Right. I didn't want to just drink shitty beer the rest of my life. I had the opportunity to uh, try new things because their beer was always changing. And the more options you tried, the further you progressed on the beer tour and you got prizes and merch and things like that. Um, so if you go to the the old Chicago in Rockford, Illinois, my name will be on a silver, uh, you know, silver nameplate on the, on the world beer tour hall of fame. Cause I completed the world beer tour. Um, and yeah, dude, that's where I started figuring out what I liked, what I didn't like. And, uh, ever since then, yeah, I just, uh, well, you gain a little weight doing that. If you didn't sure. know. <laughs> oh yeah. Pizza so, and, and, uh, IPAs is not healthy for you. Come on. This is news well, to me. in college. My metabolism was so fast and the amount of drugs I did, like I, I couldn't gain weight to save my life. It wasn't until after college where I would come, come home every night and just drink like, you know, I think I drank like all day IPA every day for sure. a year. And then Lagunitas, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, founders, I think. Okay. It's founders all day IPA. Oh, it might have been Lagunitas. You, you might be right. Um, but then I, uh, I, I just, I just switched to light beer at one point and I lost like 10 pounds. <laughs> I, I didn't change my activity. I didn't change my diet. So, but as I'm getting older, it's definitely catching up to me more. It's, I mean, sure. my, I have a beer beer gut and uh my wife likes it i don't necessarily like it but uh you know you mentioned oh your your wife likes the dad bod um she likes my my beer belly a little bit yeah she would like me to be a little bigger i think i've always been a pretty skinny guy and i'm i just turned uh, 26 so i'm finally filling out in the shoulders and everything so i'm actually the heaviest i've ever been right now but you can't it doesn't look like it because i've just kind of spread out a little yeah, bit. yeah you got to put on mass if you've seen uh like it's always sunny in philadelphia put on mass and then start working out dude that guy's commitment to his, <laughs> his mass. yeah it's almost like more than uh christian bale like christian bale goes through these uh, insane uh body uh transformations yeah. like and not even like you think if he got fat he would do some movies where he's a fat guy but no he goes back and forth back and forth back and yeah. forth He's going to be dead at some point uh, just from the abuse on his body. But Mac on It's Always Sunny, he did like a what, a two year, uh, two seasons of gaining mass and Blow then got it, yeah. absolutely shredded. Yeah, oh dude. God. That's commitment. 
Yeah, man, you mentioned drugs. Uh, what kind of drugs we talk in there in college? Are you doing other things? I thought you, I assumed that we we're just talking weed, but it sounds like we're uh, dabbling. Oh, in some other no, things. I was on a lot of drugs, dude. Um, so, <clears throat> um, from first day orientation, freshman year, you know, right out of high school, moved away from home, going to school. Uh, from that day until I graduated, I was high, uh, like stoned. I was stoned for four years straight, like never not high. Weed. Right. Yeah, it's on weed. Okay. And then as it progressed, you know, as my uh my mental health deteriorated and uh you know, things like that, I turned and I just got bolder, I guess. I started taking Xanax, Klonopin, boy, cocaine, uh things I didn't even know. I would just take stuff for fun, uh hydrocodone, all that stuff. I mean, I wasn't like a I didn't have like an issue with all those drugs, but I certainly liked to do them. Um and at one point, the cocaine got a little squirrel. I was doing cocaine way too much. Like in between class, I'd go outside, slam a bottle of wine, do a couple of bumps, and go back to class. Damn. Uh, yeah, dude, I was a mess. I hey, was you got to live a little bit, though. You got to live a hey, little. I don't regret it at all because um, I have that those stories to tell. I have that experience, and uh, I now I just don't even. I don't even. I loved cocaine, but I just don't trust it anymore. I, I haven't done cocaine in, in several years because I just. I don't trust it. And I know for a fact that I have done cocaine that was laced with at least methamphetamine. Uh, oh, dude, that was <laughs> fun. Was it fun? No, it's not. No? Fun at all. You're just tweaking, <laughs> dude. Cause good cocaine, you can, you're like up and, you know, feeling good, but you're not freaking out. Sure. You know? Uh, with the, but with that, and I could, I could tell, I should have known before I fucking ingested it that. Um, it was too shiny. It was like sparkly and sure. I, I should have known that it was cut with, with, uh, methamphetamine, but yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's people way worse off than I ever was. I had it under control for the most part and uh, I was able to stop. I I can't even smoke weed anymore, dude. I, I get, I, I was yeah. the stoner of all stoners, but I, I mean, also like a 4.0 GPA, you know, top of my class. I just was very high functioning. Um, That's great. You're an operator. You can do these things, get fucked up and still function. That's wild dude, to me, man. And I would, I would write fucking 20 page papers the night before, just get absolutely fucked up, like drunk, high, blitzed off Coke, out or whatever it was, and just fucking crank out a amazing paper. Nice. Yeah. I just knew how to bullshit. You know, I knew how, I knew what the teacher wanted or the professor. I knew what they wanted to hear and I knew sure. how to, how to organize that. That's all school ever taught me, dude, was how to bullshit people. But I, I, you were about to say something. I didn't want to derail you. No, no. I mean, you kind of have one of those vibes. And I know that you're clean now, but I'm sure that even when you were fucked up and when you're doing all these drugs, you kind of have like a uh, like a clean vibe or like a um, like a young, youthful, like a teacher would look at you kind of like how they would look at their kid. It seems like I think a lot of people in this conspiracy community kind of look at you like a little cousin, little brother type figure. There's something about you that's it seems wholesome, even though I'm sure you've gotten into some shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, why? If you don't mind me asking, man, why were you doing all these drugs? Were you depressed? Was there something going on in your life at the time? Oh, I'm assuming you're about 18, 19, 20. Yeah. Well, when I was 18, um, uh, I, I had a girlfriend in high school and she's actually the reason I went to the school I was going to. Uh, she got me into theater. I really just got into like acting and stuff for the girls. Uh, wow. particularly one girl and she got me into it turns out I was good at it so I you know senior year high school I was like well I better uh decide what to do in college and so I just did what she was doing and then at the last minute she went to a different school which was fine we made it work um 
And then uh, I caught her cheating on me multiple times. With a like, football player? Uh, No, just with random – I'm sure maybe, probably a football player. Bunch of dudes. Bunch of dudes. Bunch of, like, And she had multiple boyfriends. At, like she – I found out that she was – like the guys she was dating didn't even know about me. Like she was cheating on them with other guys at school and with me. Like was she, she super uh, hot? Uh, she was a bit of a succubus, if you know what I mean. She was beautiful and and, and attractive, but not the most attractive. Certainly, you had a not, vibe but... to her though that just kind of drew people in. Dude, yeah, she she would definitely like uh, my I'd say my life succubus. She would just like uh, she could just take you in and you'd be helpless. Um, mm-hmm. so that really fucked me up because I thought I was gonna marry that girl. Um, off all obviously I was eighteen, naive, dumb as fuck, whatever. So then I went on a fucking tirade and I fucked everything that moved for yeah, three years straight. And, uh, you know, I was, I got put on, uh, uh, Lexapro antidepressants. Those probably fucked me up more than any drugs I ever did was the antidepressants. And, uh, and then really it was just a coping, coping mechanism. All the stuff I did was just coping, dude. I, I would, uh, you know, drink and dude, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you my rock bottom, uh, maybe not rock bottom, but one of the times where I probably should have died or gone to jail. Wow. So I, uh, I, had a girlfriend at the time in in college and i went to her her best friend's apartment to like party my girlfriend was maybe we were on a break i don't even remember and i was already fucked up i was at my drug dealer's house we were smoking drinking hanging out so then i go to this girl's house because there's a party i had taken some xanax at my drug dealer's house right before i left uh that that his house and went to this party and i hung out the party i fucked my girlfriend's best friend yeah Uh, i've done that and then uh (laughs) And then that night, I, I think I took some more pills or, or whatever. And then I just, I drove, because in Illinois, you can buy beer and liquor at the gas station until four in the morning. So it's like, oh. yeah. And that you can start again at six in the morning. So there's a two hour window. You can't buy alcohol at you the gas station. You can sleep for two hours and you're good to go. Yeah. So I drove uh back across town to this gas station, bought a 12 pack of beer and rolled a blunt. And I just drove around town drinking and driving uh for like an hour yeah just because i wanted to i was like and i i didn't remember a whole lot of it um until like weeks later you kind of dream when you're on when you black out or have xan or get roofied or xanax or whatever uh the memories come back to you later on uh and another time i went to uh because i was i think i was 19 uh for this story i was 19 or 20 and so uh, but we all wanted to go drink but the we couldn't get we couldn't go to the bars or anything. So the gay bar across the state line didn't ID, especially for young, attractive men. Guy like you going in there, you're gonna get it. You're gonna walk right in. You're gonna tap dance right in that place. Dude, dude. Absolutely. And I was a great tap dancer too. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so, but I went with girls. Like I had girls with me. Like I was planning to fuck that night. You know, everything was cool. Yeah. And, uh, but I was finishing the girls' drinks all night. Like I was, I didn't want to order too many drinks from the bar, right? Sure. I didn't want to push it. So I would just finish their drinks and stuff. But I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that one of their drinks was spiked because I fucking blacked out and I woke up, you know, we somehow I got back to my dorm. Uh, I woke up the next day in different clothes. Uh, what? You know, like I was all kinds of fucked up. I was like, what the fuck happened? And then my friends told me like, yeah, you, you just like blacked out. I was like thrown up out the window the whole ride home. And it's in the middle of winter in Northern Illinois. So like my vomits freezing on impact as I vomit out the car. <laughs> uh, someone's purse got stolen. So we drove around Wisconsin for a couple hours. 
tracking an iPhone. I mean, it was a crazy night uh, from what I remember. And uh, the next day I like didn't remember anything. And then like weeks later I had dreams that kind of corroborated everything that had happened that night. And so now I have a kind of a loose picture of what happened, but yeah, man, I, I put myself in some risky situations. I mean, we, me and my drug dealer, I was just riding with my drug dealer one night and uh, I guess he's, I don't even know what happened. He ran a red light or the, someone saw him dealing drugs. We re- like, I was in a high speed chase from the cops. <laughs> When in in college with with my I was in my drug dealer's minivan. And OK, so tell tell us about this then. <laughs> so I don't even know what we were doing. I think we were just driving around making some deliveries or something. And I hung out with the drug dealer. I get free weed, you know, get to smoke and hang out. Yeah. And, uh, so I was just chilling. Was and, he a theater kid, too? No, he wasn't even. He was actually I met him at when I worked at Sonic for a summer. He was my general manager. I don't know how this guy and Glenn the general manager job, but so we, we just were, were getting fucked up and I think he had to go make some runs or maybe we we're picking up something. I don't know, but we, he did something in the car that kind of whoop, whoop, you know, and, uh, he just, I, well, maybe the cop didn't light us up right away, but he started following. Sure. And so then my, my buddy was like freaking out. He's like, fuck it. And he just whipped around a corner, started making turns, twisting and turning. And, uh, I was freaking out. I was like, what are you <laughs> doing man? Stop. And he's like, no, if I stop, I'm going to jail and you're going too. And I was like, what? I'm just here. This isn't my car. This isn't my shit. I'm just chilling. And uh, so we get back to his house and we run inside, turn off all the lights, lock the doors. And um, like 10 minutes later, a, a cops roll up. They knock on the door, you know, but I guess they they had no proof that we had actually committed a crime in the vehicle, if that sure. makes sense. So they they got a tow truck. They I have video on my phone somewhere of uh, from the window of the tow truck just towing his minivan. Uh, and that was, I mean, it was ridiculous, dude. I don't know. Do you know why he was running? I mean, we, obviously you guys are fucked up, but I mean, did he have shit in the car? Uh, he had shit in the car, I'm sure. Um, but I don't even know what the infraction, initial infraction was. I, I can't remember. Um, maybe a, a red light, a tail light. Maybe his car had been implicated in something before and they noticed the plate or the make or the model or something like that. Mm. Uh, but it was, they certainly had the plate because they were able to come back to the house where he lived and tow his, tow his vehicle. Uh, so yeah, yeah and I've, I've been so lucky so many times. Uh, just, yeah, do, man. I mean, if you think of shit. any, yeah, dude, if you think of any more of these stories, just drop them on me. And I love this kind of stuff. I mean, obviously we're kind of starting in the middle, right? We're starting in the middle of your life, basically. Uh, how old are you now? 26? 26. Yeah. Okay. That was a lucky guess. Look at that. So, I mean, this is only a few years back. Um, let's go before a little bit, like growing up. Um, what was shit like as a kid? Were you guys like kind of well off? Were you, were you like poor? How uh, was it? Upper lower class, brother. <laughs> upper lower, upper class. lower class. Yeah. Upper lower class. Um, so, uh, single mom. Um, I mean, I, I knew my dad, but he was kind of a, a shithole. I was a love child. My parents like didn't even really like each other. Sure. Um, so I was, I was a love child. I was actually conceived. Uh, while my parents were in a tent tripping on mushrooms at yeah. Possum Lake, um, <laughs> mom told me that, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay, that explains a lot." She told uh, you that? Yeah. When I, well, maybe my dad told me, and then I asked my mom about it, and she was like, "Yes, that's true." Oh, that's so yeah, funny. Tripping balls, and I was like, "That's funny, mom." And your mom's uh, fairly young too. Yeah, my mom's twenty. She's forty six. She's twenty years older than me. Okay. Uh, so she had me. She got pregnant at nineteen. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, but it was just me and my mom for a long time. And, uh, 
we lived in a little duplex and back, but back in the nineties, uh, the late nineties, I mean, my mom, well, one, my mom was good looking. She still is. And she could get a job anywhere. No degree, barely graduated high school. You know, that was just a different time. And so she was making like, even in, I want to say like 1998, she was making like 60 grand a year as a receptionist at an auto repair shop. Oh, I nice. Mean, just fucking kill the time. Dude, the times were better then. I mean, I don't know how to, how to explain it, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we, everything was cool, was cool. I had a, my mom has a lot of sisters too. So, and they all lived in the same, uh, town, pretty much the same neighborhood. Like my, my grandma lived down the street from us. My aunt lived down the street. So, you know, I was with my extended family a lot cause my mom was working. Uh, and then when I turned like five or six, my mom met my stepdad and, uh, he moved in and that was weird. You know, just as a, as a young kid, you're like, who sure. the fuck are you? Uh, best decision, uh, for any of us. Cause that, that dude raised me. Uh, when my dad wouldn't, you know, so I, I consider him my, my dad who, who raised me, taught me how to be a man. My, my real dad taught me what not to be, you know, yeah. and I love him and we are cool. Uh, but you know, you can't really fix, you know, 18 years of yeah. uh, issues over. It's just, it is what it is now. And we both understand that and it's cool, you know? So uh, I got a couple questions for you, man. Yeah, for your, ahead. for your stepdad, was he, was he quite a bit older than your mom? Is he same age? No, little, same age. He's, same uh, age. he's 46. Yep. And then was, is your mom the youngest out of all these, uh, out of all her siblings? She's in the middle. My mom okay. has five sisters and she's the middle one. Five sisters, no brothers, no brothers, five sisters, dude. Uh, okay. Uh, her parent, her parents were, uh, Catholic. So they just fucked like, like crazy. Sure. A bunch of kids. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, because I, the reason I was asking if she was the youngest is because, like, if the if the baby of the family has a kid, that kid gets taken care of so well. Like, I'm not I'm not saying that you didn't get taken care of by these other aunts and stuff, oh, but like, it's the baby of the family so, that gets spoiled. Oh well, that's I mean, it's ha that happens now. I mean, uh, but I, I had so many fucking cousins, dude. I mean, okay, I have probably thirty cousins just on my mom. My mom's the only sister who only had one kid. I'm an only child, so. Uh, all the other ones have at least three or four kids. Um, my mom said my head was so big that I broke her on the way out when I was born and Ooh. she couldn't have kids. So, geez. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm probably kind of scary too, you know, her being young and all that. She probably yeah. thinks she's ruined for the rest of her life after that, but you know, no, but I mean, and I feel bad that my stepdad wasn't able to have kids of his own, but I'm his kid, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, I'm sure he feels the same way, you know, like that, that you're his, his son basically. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, he, uh, so, uh, yeah, but my mom has, I've had, I have so many cousins, dude. And uh, so that I didn't need a brother or sister because my, all my extended family lived like within 10 minutes of each other at growing up. That's uh, so, you know, I, my cousins, my older cousins who were like my big brothers, they, they were much worse off than I was just because of, uh, you know, their situation. They, they've got, I mean, both of them almost recently died from heroin overdoses. Ooh. And, uh, I mean, they're good now. They're, they're clean and getting better, but it's just like, I'm lucky. Uh, I mean, I'm grateful that the circumstances I had that my mom, well, and probably my stepdad really made a big difference because, I probably would have gone off the fucking wall if it was just me and my mom when I was a teenager. You know, yeah. my, my stepdad had to fucking discipline me pretty good, uh, whenever I fucked up. And so I just tried not to fuck up. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, so, so before your stepdad steps into your life, were you kind of a bad kid or were you, were you always no, a I was five? Kid? I was five. I didn't know, you know, I was just, just chilling. I was kind of a brat, 
as any five-year-old is, but mm-hmm. no, I wasn't like a, a bad guy. I wasn't like doing drugs when I was five or anything. No, yeah, for sure. But I mean, I was, like just giving your mom problems or, or giving no, teachers problems and shit. No, no, I was a golden, golden student and quiet kid. Grade. No, I was very, always very outgoing. Um, always very outgoing. I don't know what it is, man. I think because I had so many cousins that were around my same age from the time I was born, I just, I was very socialized, uh, as a kid. I think a lot of that stuff too, man. Like, you know, it's the nature versus nurture idea. I think a lot of that shit is, is nature, honestly. I think, you know, a lot of people say that nurture really makes the person, but I think that some people are born kind of naturally outgoing and some people are born a little bit less outgoing. Uh, I see you're reaching for another beer. I want to ask you about that one, but what? So this is where I want to start getting into these questions about the, uh, the, the trashy behavior. Okay. Did you ever have any kind of birthday parties? At fast food places. Uh, I'm sure all of us have had a, a, a McDonald's play place birthday <laughs> okay. party. Um, and I've been to many as a kid, uh, but I definitely yeah. had my birth. What kid didn't want to have their fucking birthday at McDonald's? At least I don't know if I ever did. Twice. Well, dude, our McDonald's was fucking lit. I mean, you walk really? in and it was like a like a like a five star restaurant. Like they had like glass chandeliers tile floors hardwood uh you know uh booths and benches and then the play place was like four stories tall yeah it was the place to be was this in texas you're a texas kid your whole life yeah this was in the the my hometown of the colony texas just outside of dallas i mean it was the shit this little fucking mcdonald's it is uh since been redone and torn down and stuff but when i was dude it was fucking popping huh yeah man I, i guess maybe we don't have that good of mcdonald's here because yeah, I I remember this one kid got laughed at for for saying that he wanted to have a birthday party at McDonald's in uh, like second grade, I think it was. That's maybe a little old, but I mean, we were going around, we were saying like, "Is there, you know, what's your favorite restaurant?" I think we were we were being asked in second grade, and this kid said McDonald's, and everyone was just laughing at this dude, you know. And I was like, "Well, you know, I, I, everyone was thinking it. He was the only one that said it." So, well, exactly. That's the thing. What kid didn't want fucking chicken nuggets? At all times, my mom actually, when I was just me and her, she like I would only for some reason, I, I, I'm i sure just because I was spoiled and single mom, she whatever. She would just fucking feed me chicken nuggets all the yeah. time. The microwave chicken nuggets with ketchup. I'd fucking that's all I would eat. You Were know, you a dino just, nugget guy? Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dino dude. nuggets all day. Dino <laughs> nuggets, regular nuggets, ketchup. And that's I would put ketchup <laughs> on everything too, dude. And I think the thing is, like, I think we were like, and most of my mom's sisters, my cousins, like, we were all poor, so like, we didn't, it, we didn't know what was not poor, you know. So like, when my yeah, cousin yeah. had his birthday party at McDonald's, it's be, probably because his mom couldn't do it anywhere else except McDonald's, you know. Sure. And so it was just, it was fun for us as kids. We were like, fuck yeah, fucking chicken nuggets, French fries, a little Happy Meal, and we yeah. get to go you know, ride down the slide for four hours. I mean, and the parents, the aunts, uncle, they just sit there and talk and, you know, fuck around and it's free. You don't, you pay for $10 for food, you know? Yeah, man. You know, it, it's different now because McDonald's is like the price of like chilies and Applebee's and shit. Now it's not that cheap anymore, but I was going to ask you too. I think I know uh, the, the answer to this, you know, burger versus chicken nugget, happy meal. I, I'm assuming you're going chicken nuggets. And with that being said, was there any toys in the Happy Meals that really stand out in your mind today? Man, uh, they used to do these like campaigns, right? They used to do like uh, themed toys, like if a new movie was coming out or uh, 
uh, a new superhero type thing. I don't remember uh, the toy. I remember one time I got a uh, a girl toy when I asked for a boy toy. Oh boy, and uh, that was unacceptable. I mean, I lost my shit in the back of that car, dude. If that would have happened today, you'd be gay. Yeah, the, the, your fate would be sealed. You'd be a, yeah. A I'd have to cut my my balls off. Um, yeah. So, but I I think McDonald's now they just make it all neutral. Um, yeah, you get like a fucking pencil or something. It's not even cool. <laughs> not even co- the toys then work. I remember the Transformer toys. You get some Transformers that actually moved around a little bit. It was dude, McDonald's was dope. Um, and they used but- to do the same thing in the cereal boxes. You remember that, or were you were you a little young for that? They used to actually put legit toys in like Kellogg's cereal boxes. Uh-huh. Absolutely, dude. I mean, you don't think about it, but you you've been marketed to since you were two years old. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And you kids influence their pair. I mean. At a certain point, my mom stopped taking me to the grocery store because she was like, you make me spend too much money because I would just she had <laughs> have a list of things we needed, which were things that I wanted to like cereal and and, uh, you know, uh, the fucking zebra cakes and all that shit. Yeah. But then I'd go in the store and I'd be like, oh, can we get this? Can we get that? Can we get that? And I would just throw shit in the cart, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, unacceptable. But real quick, <laughs> um, I want to rev- give a quick. It's rating to the first beer, the Goose Island. Yes. Uh, I'm going to give this a 4.0. This was delicious, um, and it was refreshing and tasty. And so with that, this next beer is uh, Golden Road Brewing. It's called Ride On. It's oh, a I like that. 10-hop hazy IPA and um, 10 signature hops. So it's got hops from all over the country. Uh, I see Amarillo hops, which is local. Uh, Cashmere, Galaxy, Strata, Centennial, Chinook, CTZ, Idaho 7, Simcoe, and Matu- Matuika uh, hops. I don't know what – I guess that's where they get the hops from. Where is this from, though? That's what I'd like to know. Made in California, L.A. Okay. Ooh. Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe not. Hey, you know, those people, those hipsters over there really kind of know what's going on, though, sometimes with this shit. And, yeah. you know, the label stands out to me. It's a nice, lovely little hippie van with a surfboard. And um, a There's dog, a dog. A, chasing a nice the ball. Dog. Absolutely, yeah. dude. This is the. I guess this is the California dream right here. It is a seven point five percent ABV. So we'll see how that goes. But oh I'm, yeah, I'm gonna start getting into some heavy ones after this. I've got I've got a couple doozies here. We'll see if we get through this without uh throwing around a few racial slurs. Hey, but, and if it happens, it happens, dude. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna ask you about the fast food? I think that we were kind of done with that shit. Um. Obviously, you know, going going to school, you're you're talking about the grocery stores and all this stuff too. Um, did you bring lunches to school? Did your mom make you lunch? Did you have good cafeteria lunches? How was that situation? Um, we I never qualified for the cafeteria food growing up. What do you um, mean you're too poor? Uh, I, no, I was I was not poor enough to get the free lunches. Oh, fuck. So, well, hey, that's kind of cool. Well, it was cool, but you know, I felt I didn't feel I didn't feel cool because all my friends got free lunch. All your dirtbag friends getting free lunches and then you're just yeah. Like, and I got I had like to eat my shitty fucking sandwich. Like I there were certain days like in elementary school, like I knew when pizza day was and the uh, pizza was fucking dog shit. But like to this day, I would eat it. It was so good. Um, yeah. So I would I would get money for those certain days. I'd like, Mom, can I have two dollars for on Tuesday because it's pizza day and I want to eat the pizza with my friends who are all eating the pizza. <laughs> That's but so funny. Lunchables, you know, uh, Gogurts. Okay. Um, uh, Capri Suns. Uh, that would go to Lunchable as a kid. Sorry to interrupt. Go to Lunchable. Oh, uh, definitely the pizza ones. 
the pizza lunchables oh man get fucked up with that shit i I did not like that i mean it was everything (sighs) was cold you know i like the nachos i was a nacho guy myself oh i hated the nachos those were my least favorite lunchables so i wonder if we're learning about our our relationship here right now (laughs) i mean you know i got that mexican in me a little bit i think maybe that's what it was i also really did like the hot dogs the three little mini hot dogs do you remember those I hated those, dude. I, that's the thing. I, once I found something I liked, I stuck with it. I was not okay. a person. As a kid, I did not like change. I did not like trying new things. A little as autistic. A, little autistic, but I think maybe it was just like me trying to block the trauma from uh, my fucking asshole dad, right? Um, yeah, okay. Like I liked things being on a schedule because my dad would never show up when he said he was going to show up. Oh, like, so it's like, like you can control this thing. I can control my Lunchable pizza. Exactly. That's what I want. And be like, he would like, I'd get left at school till like eight o'clock at night sometimes because he oh, would fuck. show up. Yeah. And like the, the school would have to call my mom. And I mean, granted, I lived down the street pretty much. Sure, but still. Walk home. But, you know, as a kid, you're like, well, what the fuck? And so, um, so yeah, I, 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 like one time, uh, when I was really young, when I was living, we were living with my grandma before my mom got her, her place. Um, I, I came home one day from daycare and my mom and my aunt, had rearranged my room you know and i screamed and they i don't remember this but they told me that i screamed for hours until they changed everything exactly back the way it was wow huh. so I, I don't know uh, i i don't think i'm there very much that way uh anymore at least that extreme i'm sure there's a tendency <laughs> but yeah dude i when you say like were you a little shithead as a kid when it comes to that stuff yeah, yeah. so when I found my fucking pizza lunchables, I also liked the cheese and crackers and the little turkey things. Those okay. were those were good. Those usually had the better desserts. Like you got like an Oreo cookie or something in those. Nice crunch bar, yeah. Oh, oh fuck yeah, dude. Uh okay, let me ask you this. Quick quick you said crunch bar. When you went to the movies as a kid, what was your go to movie candy? Dude, I'm telling you right now, Reese's all day or the Butterfinger Bites. I'm a peanut butter kid. I all day. I'm a peanut butter lover um you know uh, the butterfinger bites are cool they get a little stuck in your teeth um as an adult i really like the movie theaters you can drink in and i stay away from candy now but as a kid uh dude i'll i i would fucking freak out over reese's i mean my grandma always had reese's Reese's no no the the cups dude the cups yeah Yeah. just the regular I, i don't like that bullshit thin they have ones with potato chips broken up inside of them now yeah get get the fuck out of here with they get too crazy they get bored or they they're trying to find new ways to make money and they think at fucking shit up the classics is gonna help it doesn't dude yeah Uh, the i liked the peanut butter cup reese's peanut butter cups to top that as far as movie goes i would always get crunch a bunch because you could only get it at the movie theaters i felt like that was you were kind of teeing me up to say that because we mentioned the crunch bar those crunch a bunches were lovely they were just little for those that don't know what it is it's basically like tiny little bits of crunch uh you know what are they rice crispy type things with like chocolate around them like a little rice crispy cluster dipped in chocolate and it was just in a box and you just fucking chug them like a fucking i never got popcorn as a kid i still did i did yeah i was a big fan of popcorn man did you go to the movie theater a lot as a kid uh yeah i think so yeah i actually did one of my birthdays uh i went and saw uh star wars uh revenge of the sith when it came out, I took uh, my parents took me and some of my buddies. We did a little Star Wars birthday party at the movie theater. That's kind of cool. Back, yeah, I did a slumber party back in my house and all like played Star Wars games and stuff. 
Yeah, it was fun. Fun stuff. That's not too bad, dude, at all. So um, what would you do when you were waiting at school until, like you said, like sometimes 8 o'clock? I mean, obviously, this is probably when a lot of your creativity starts coming in because you can't just sit there and constantly feel bad for yourself when you're waiting for somebody to come pick you up. You're probably keeping yourself busy doing something. Well, they had these this like after school program um, for but it it only went to like six o'clock. Right. It's basically like, hey, I can't my mom works till five. I can't get there till six to pick up my kids. So it was like an extended school program where you just work on your homework. You play some games, do little activities, stuff like that. Um, But otherwise, you know, when it came time, like I teacher or the the people, the employees, one of them would have to like every now and like volunteer their their free time to stay and wait with me and like call my mom and be like hey come get your fucking kid it's six o'clock we gotta you know we're done working um but that only happened a few times but most of the time i was i was home by six with that after school kind of program thing um and yeah we just play games or draw or whatever and that was in you know early early elementary school by the time i was like third fourth fifth um, i'd probably say fifth grade uh, my mom started letting me walk to and from school because I, I literally lived. It was on my street. Oh, uh, OK. Eventually. Well, it, it was in the my first house was in the neighborhood. Then we moved closer to the school when I was like in fifth grade. And so I was able to walk in like five minutes. I was at home. So that that only happened when I was really young. Um, But, yeah, it, it was. um, And then once I got like middle school, then you start hanging out with your friends after school. Yeah. You know, doing hood rat shit, skateboarding and lighting start shit. figuring out what a vagina is in that time. And now being left alone is what you want. Yeah. Lighting shit on fire. Yeah. I mean, I feel like every kid, if you didn't go through a pyro stage where you literally blew some shit up. Yeah. You weren't living, dude. We would literally like just try to f- fuck up whatever we could. It was the, <laughs> that, that's what we live for. Dude, you know what's funny, man, is like, uh, so we used to burn Pokemon cards. Like, you know, when you get doubles and triples of Pokemon cards, you'd like burn those and like try and burn them in cool patterns. But me and my friend, he was an old friend. And I'll never forget his name. His name was Clay uh, growing up. And we were really cool, like close friends. He lived right down the street from me. And, you know, as a kid, you have tons of action figures growing up in the 90s and early 2000s, right? You have action figures, all kinds of different, like, you know, different uh, sized action figures, all these things. And uh, what we used to do was make these things called freaks. And we'd take, like, we'd cut different body parts off of the different action figures and hot glue them to each other. And, like, we, you know, some sometimes you'd have, like, a, you know, a Star Wars dude. And some of these toys were probably so expensive today. Like, if I yeah. would have held on to these instead of just destroying everything I had. I gifted all my Star Wars action figures to my little cousins at one point. Oh yeah, you find I'd, out. I'll never regret that, dude, because they were fucking invaluable today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I take like, I mean, like, the the thing in the eighties was the garbage pail kids. I had some nineties. I had a fucking three inch binder full of garbage pail kids. Oh, what the fuck did you do with them? I don't know. I have no. Oh idea. my god, dude! On You'd be eBay, retired dude. right now, dude. And I had the, you know, so how some of the. Some of the garbage pill kids on the back was a part of another garbage pill kid, like, yeah. a, like a small piece. I had like probably 50 f- completed oh, uh, backs of the garbage pill kids, dude. Oh, my God. I forgot about those were the funniest shit as a kid. Dude, they were dope. They, I mean, Kim here has like uh, she's got like three to four sets of each one in, in California. Mm-hmm. It's like thirty thousand dollars worth of shit, dude. It's crazy. You're, 
I swear to God. I mean, it's not. Okay. So if you had that kind of shit, I mean, you know, you can't beat yourself up over this. You, my mom, my mom's moving. My parents are moving right now. They just, uh, they just bought a house, so they're they're gonna be moving soon. I, I should ask her while they're in the move if my mom found some fucking uh uh bonds, savings bonds for me. <laughs> I was a kid, and they're only worth like a, a few dollars more than they were because the fucking. <laughs> economies and shit. yeah didn't those used to suck my I, we actually cashed some out for a decent amount but i used to get a 500 dollars savings bond every uh year for my birthday and i was like what the fuck is this shit and then i ended up cashing them out and they were they were you know in 2007 or whatever when i cashed them out it was actually kind of worth something but you know yeah, yeah as a kid you're like what the fuck i need to go through this? those i need to see if i can find those garbage i might have given them to my cousins or whatever but i was a collector dude uh, my, my dad who at my, my real dad, cause when I'd hang out with him, you know, twice a week or whatever, and we would either go to, he was a fucking drug addict, drug dealer, just fucking hustling all the time. So when we hung out, we, he had a deal worked out with the local, uh, Dave and Buster's manager where he would sell him drugs in exchange for preloaded, uh, game cards. So I probably, I mean, dude, I got my first fucking PlayStation two from Dave and Buster's cause I would go twice a week just fucking rack up tickets dude i mean we had like a trunk full of tickets i mean we spent so much time at dave and busters just fucking we figured out how to game the system and stuff and when we weren't doing that we were going to fucking stores my dad would bring his drug scale into the stores because you remember old baseball packs uh you would get sometimes like a piece of a jersey or a base or a baseball in the packs yeah my dad would take his fucking drug scale in there and weigh the weigh the individual packs of cards and pick out the heaviest because those were more likely to have one of those pieces. Oh my god! And and he had at one point we probably had had spent I don't know maybe ten thousand dollars in uh baseball cards, um and basketball cards and things like that over over the years. And he had them in a in his uh he had a flea market stall where he would sell things and probably just sell drugs as well. Uh, but it was probably worth hundreds of thousands of dollars of of baseball memorabilia yeah, went, i mean you get a nice rookie card got all seized yeah we had ricky uh mickey mantle cards we had i mean we had michael jordan rookie cards i mean we were fucking hustling dude and uh yeah yeah it was <laughs> the early 2000s were a different time man <laughs> yeah weren't they i mean you had the beanie babies you had the furbies you had all kinds of these weird little toys that um i mean today man i wish that i still had them but it's kind of like it really laid the foundation of like what the damaged millennial really is. You know what I mean? Like it's just a bunch of psychopaths out here. But I just finished my first beer. Uh, it yeah, is a I, pint. Um, did you like it? Oh, I loved it. Uh, one more time. The Alchemist Breakfast uh, 5.5. I will definitely – you do a five a, a five scale rating system? Five stars, yeah. Five stars? Okay. Uh, this to me, dude, uh, if you're if you're trying to drink something in the morning – this is like a 4.7, 4.8. This is nice. I really did Ooh. enjoy this one a lot. Again, a blonde ale conditioned in coffee beans. Uh, very unique. I give it a, a five star for the uh, uniqueness, 4.8 for the taste, for sure. So it was it like soup? Was it light? But you got the co- hints of – because coffee is not really light in a beer. So was uh, it light enough to – but you could still taste the good coffee uh, flavor? Mm-hmm. You got well, yeah. It's only got a fifteen IBU, and a lot of these, like, like I have this other one that I don't want to give away because it's another nice conspiratorial one. But I have an Imperial Stout. This one's going to have much more of a coffee flavor to it. It is a nine percenter, so this will be a little later in the game when I bring this out. 
But um, yeah, this one was mellow when it comes to the coffee. Um, it tasted like a beer with just like like if you mixed a beer with coffee, it was delicious. Like it you asked honestly us was about that good. the last beer review we did. You asked like, would you pour a coffee beer in your coffee? So I want to ask you that. Would you would you pour that in some coffee or maybe pour a little coffee into that? Um, if I was going to try it, it would be with this. And this was okay. a relatively inexpensive. I think this was four fifty for this pint. Okay. So it wasn't terrible. It was $7 if you're going to drink it there. Um, yeah, dude, this is uh, one I would definitely drink again. For sure, would drink again. Very good. Very good. Now, uh, this next one I'm bringing up, it's Zombie Mania. A nice, cool uh, label. Oh, dude, that's on a this. sick can, dude. Yeah, dude. I go after the cans. I don't care what the beer says. I'm just going, oh, shit. It's a triple hazy India pale ale, 10.5%. Oh, be careful, dude. I guess we're getting fucked up today, Kyle. Um, Yeah, no, this one is a nice, uh, it's a hazy IPA. And we're going to crack into it, man. I might start making some bad decisions here, but that's okay. That's what we're here for. Um, So where do we leave off, dude? And and, uh, how are you liking your beer, by the way? Oh, this one, it's it's actually really good. Um, I've kind of turned away from IPAs in the in recent years just because they are so heavy and I, I I'd like to drink, not necessarily uh get super fucked up after the second beer. Um yeah. so but this one it's it's delicious, dude. There's a as I burp I can taste the after effects. And it's like there's a bit of orange in here, a little bit of citrus, and that could be a layover from <clears throat> the first beer. Sure. But it's uh this is delicious, man. I mean LA did a good job. Okay, say what you will about LA and California. I can almost guarantee they probably have some of the best uh, beers in the in the country, just because of where they're at and the uh, the emphasis on uh, you know hipster shit. Because say what you will about the hipsters, I think they're a dying breed, but they yeah. did get into some weird shit in the last ten years and came up with some good stuff as they got phased out. Yeah, I'll say this about hipsters in the Pacific, uh, you know, West Coast right there, Pacific North area i mean there's not a whole lot of things good that come out of portland right and and washington state but their culture when it comes to food and booze is phenomenal i would say it's 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 high up there i hold tucson kind of in in a biased area we really do have i mean i forget what i think it was like food magazine or one of these massive magazines we were the number one city in america for gastropubs in like 2011 interesting Something like it was like 2011, 2013, somewhere in that area. But I mean, dude, the food because there's nothing to fucking do. I mean, in Texas, there's quite a bit to do, right? A lot of I, I would say it's probably pretty similar. Uh, whenever I go to Dallas uh, to see my family and stuff, literally the only things to do, uh, if you unless you're paying like a golf carts or golf or or go karts or whatever, uh, unless you're paying to do like some sort of event type thing. It's pretty much eat, drink, and shop. That's really all there is to do when you're there. So I, I get what you're saying. I know, and that's where the good food comes out of, right? Yeah. Because that's how you make money. That's how you get on the map is you have some really good food uh, in a specific area. Uh, that- so that's interesting. Dude. What else is there to do in other cities? Because you think of the great cities in the United States. You've got like New York City, right? It's kind of turned mm-hmm. into a shithole. Los Angeles, just the stereotypical big, nice cities. Los Angeles, New York, Chicago. Um, what is there to do here other than eat, drink, shop, maybe go out the nightlife? In these, um, in these big cities? 
Well, I'd say like with those big cities that you mentioned, particularly uh, like New York and Chicago, because I've lived in both of those places. I mean, the the uh, the art and the music scenes are really big there, uh, as well as the um, the the sightseeing. Right. That's a big okay. thing you do as a tourist like Chicago. Everybody goes to the fucking Silver Bean. Uh, you go to the library, you go to the lake, you go to the river. You can do all that stuff relatively for mostly pretty much for free. And then the food is just an added bonus, right? Like you, you, sure. you're gonna get uh, Giordano's if you go to Chicago. You're gonna wait two hours for a fucking four inch thick pizza. Um, and if I you hate your life for the next four hours. Oh, and it, I mean, it, and it was, it's basically lasagna at that point. Um, <laughs> but it's good. I don't want to cause any pizza wars on your fucking. Well, no, pie. yeah, I, I'm down to get into a pizza war after you finish your. your I will pizza. say the best pizza I've ever had was when I lived in New Jersey. And actually, uh, Dave Portnoy reviewed this place nice. in the town that he does his pizza reviews for Barstool. Yeah. And I, years later, I found out that he had actually reviewed that pizza place. And, dude, he gave it like an eight-star rating, this little really? pizza place in, in uh, Hanover, New Jersey. And, dude, the fucking – I ordered a large pizza. The fucking thing was probably two feet in diameter. It was yeah. massive. It was 20 bucks. Pepperoni, basil. You know, I got – I fucking – all day, dude. All day. It just you could fold. Uh, so good, so good. That's like mamas out here, the big two footer like that. Oh yeah, no, um, but this was like a normal pizza. Like this is what people ordered. You get a pie. You get a pie. They call it pie. You get a pie and fucking you fucking chow down. And, uh, <laughs> okay. It was delicious, dude. I mean, just I I think about it to this day. Like I I fucking have Domino's here. That's what I have. That's my pizza experience. Yeah, Texas few, isn't. I, no, there's a few pizza. nicer pizza places. What I compare it to is like so where you and I live, there's probably tons of Tex-Mex restaurants, right? Yeah. Or uh, Mexican food places. Mexican. It's like that in New Jersey with pizza. So there's like as many per capita Mexican Tex-Mex places where we live. There are pizza places in New Jersey and New York. I mean, there's just so many goddamn mom pa pizza places, yeah. and they have to compete. You have to compete with with the pizza pe- because they're all doing the same thing, right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, yeah, it's interesting because there's no such thing as bad pizza, right? Um, but there, there is such a thing as a bad taco or a bad enchilada or a bad, mm-hmm. you know, if we're talking Mexican food, a bad burrito. Uh, it can be very, very easily oversalted out here, and it, it happens a lot. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, man, it's interesting. Pizza. If I was gonna open a restaurant and I had like. You know, a hundred thousand dollars, and I only could, and I had to make this work. It'd probably be a pizza place. I mean, you can't really fuck it up as long as you have like a decent like bar. Uh, you know, maybe you hire some hot girls to work there. You're not gonna fail. Um, and what I think it comes down to, as well as for for real pizza people, is the crust. Like, oh, what yeah. do you do for the crust? That's the big uh drawback or uh uh. uh advantage right is the sauce is huge too the sauce, sauce is huge yeah agreed agreed your toppings i mean i'm sure everybody gets the same fucking toppings right unless yeah. you some sort of specialty thing i mean it's all in the crust um i mean wood-fired brick brick oven pizzas things like that yeah i mean that's gonna it's gonna be a better crust that's, that's what, what i was that's what i wanted to ask you here uh what is your favorite type of pizza and then i got some other questions on pizza um i'm gonna see if i can pull up some different types of pizza unless you have something Right okay, away. So I've, I mean, I've, yeah, I've yeah. been around the world. Not, not really, but um, a Chicago deep dish pizza. I mean, you have to if you have to eat your fucking pizza with a fork. I, I don't know if you could consider it pizza, right? Sure. Um, there are some good pan pan pizzas, right? So deep dish is like it's like at least two or three inches thick. 
sometimes four. Uh, and it, it just takes it takes like an hour to cook this fucker because it's got to bake in an oven, uh, like a lasagna or a, a pasta dish. Uh, and but it's good. It's good. But I wouldn't call it a pizza. Um, it's other p- places in Chicago. You can get a nice pan pizza that's maybe like an inch thick. That's good, too. Right. Um, and then you've got the the thin crust New York style pizza, which is just like that jumbo slice right there. That's what I'm talking about, dude. You got to <laughs> hold that shit up or roll it into some sort of taquito type uh, type scenario. Sure. And uh, toss that down. I also see you got a bagel pizza up here. Who doesn't love a good bagel bite? Um, bagel bites are okay. Bagel pizzas, uh, it's trashy. I've never had a bagel pizza, but um, have you bagel tried right. 40 types of pizza? <laughs> it reminds <laughs> me of that Papa John's thing when he got fired. He got fired from the board, and he's like, "I've had 40 pizzas in the last 30 days." Yeah, dude. I mean, that guy's a real dirtbag. Oh no, no, he's not, dude. I I listened to some long form interviews with him. Where he actually gets to tell his side of the story and he's like, guys, I'm not a pizza, uh, you know, crazy person. When I say I had 40 pizzas, he means he tasted 40 pizzas from his Papa John's chains to determine whether after he left, the quality went down, which it did. Okay. Um, and, and that whole thing about him saying the N word and stuff, it was a total setup from the B- the board wanted him out. And so he was hosting a, a meeting with the board about what not to say and he was reading a quote that somebody else had said he was quoting somebody else saying like you can't say this and that (laughs) and they were like oh you said it and they fucking got him out of there but i think he's really like an american success story papa john's if you ever get a chance look up some interviews with papa john uh some podcasts and stuff it'll blow your mind dude he's actually like the heart one of the hardest working people i've ever heard of uh, and like American success story, like started in the back of a, uh, you know, back of a little restaurant making pizza and then just fucking boom, 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 expanded over 20 years. And it's kind of like a DeLorean, like that story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the DeLorean car. Yeah. That DeLorean car. That's a fucking American success story right there. He I don't failed, know. But I mean, like it was good for a while. So, okay. So, okay. I could fuck with a French bread pizza. You remember those Stouffer's French bread pizza? Yeah. This is what I was going to ask you about is the French bread. Uh, big, big fan. Um, how do you feel about the Neapolitan? The Neapolitan's kind of burnt in a, in an oven, kind of got like the chard on top. So I would call the Neapolitan, um, um, uh, um, what would I call it? A, um, starts with an M, uh, margarita. I would call that a margarita pizza is what I would call it with the basil mozzarella and uh tomatoes that's it yeah i think that i mean so this isn't the most accurate a neapolitan pizza is normally a it's the it's the style like you put it in it's it's cooked on a high high temperature i used to work at a place that made neapolitan style pizza and it's uh cooked at like 800 degrees like it's cooked very very flash cooked just like two minutes you're done so you got a charred crust um the 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 center of it like once you take it off it's flopping down you know it's it's one of those things um chicago style i see here new york it's not bad i like brooklyn style more specifically well that's how i see i don't know the difference between new york and brooklyn because when i was in jersey i thought i was getting new york style pizza yeah uh, i don't know if they have uh jersey style on here but I it's just i think it's just uh that that kind but if you go back up real quick, uh, see that cauliflower crust? Yeah. So I, I'm not going to dock those at all because 
I fucking love that shit, dude. Yeah, it's not bad. You don't feel uh, like shit after eating it either. Yeah, we we and my wife for for so we met at a pizza place here in town that did you know uh custom you know uh wood fired pizzas it was delicious, and uh so we would on our date nights we would do pizza and whiskey, um to you know kind of re celebrate our first date, and we loved this place, but. After a while, we got tired of making dough or buying, you know, the you know, the shitty pizza doughs and making our own pizza. So we found this brand that does cauliflower crust. It's and you can buy them pre-made or just a blank crust, and you can add whatever you want. And we probably have that at least once a week where we buy these frozen cauliflower crusts, put our own sauce, cheese, and toppings on, throw it in the oven for eight minutes, and it's fucking fantastic. And you're right, you don't. It's crispy. It's uh, it's uh, flaky. It's delicious, and you don't feel like shit afterwards. Yeah. I think the sauce and the cheese, yeah, that might get you. Even the pepperoni might cause a little heartburn. But at the end of the day, it's gonna be that gluten in the crust that's really gonna make you feel like shit. Yeah, take a Beano pill. Take a Beano and enjoy your life. <laughs> uh, okay, so what about this Scottish Pizza Crunch? It's a half pizza battered, deep fried, and served with French fries and vinegar. How does that sound? That's fucking a a pizza roll, dude. <laughs> that's essentially. Yeah. Is. Yeah, uh, I don't hate it. I've been to Scotland before, and their food is dog shit. Um, yeah. Well, the, okay, the Scottish food is dog shit, but the the Mediterranean and the uh, Persian food there. Oh my god, sure. dude! The the hotel we were staying at. I walked across the street was this fucking um, uh, Italian like take to go kind of restaurant, like a little diner. Um, but it was run by these like uh, Persian dudes, and it was the best fucking Italian. Uh, pasta, pizza dishes I've ever fucking had, and I actually met uh, who's that fucking guy? Uh, he was in Spy. He was the bad guy in Spy Kids with the thumbs. Um, and uh, <laughs> he's been in a lot of. He's a famous actor. He was at the festival. I ran into him there at this little pizza, this little Italian place. And uh, but seriously, the f- fucking best food, uh, Italian food I ever had was in Scotland. Uh, but their fucking fish and chips in Scotland was dog shit. Yeah, what do you want? Some haggis? It's like sheep stomach. I tried the haggis and it was not good. It just yeah. was bland. It wasn't like I didn't like the sheep stomach, but the the seasoning it was just non-existent. Yeah, I mean, you got to understand too. I mean, a lot of these places, uh, they were th- their culture is older than the United States, and they. Oh. Ooh, I like this. I like what I'm seeing here. Um, different cheeses. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, I mean, they don't have, you know, the United States has the best food. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't care, you know, if people want to sit there and say that, you know, China has the best food or Mexico has the best food. We have the best food because we have it all here. Like everyone comes here and tries to make the best food that they possibly can. Um, I don't hate this either. What is that? Look at that. It's like a little uh, burger pan pizza. Oh, little cheeseburger pizza. Uh, do you like these kind of more uh like niche pizzas like the like a buffalo yeah, chicken pizza? Dude. Oh yeah, dude. I I fucking um I love to take some barbecue sauce and put it on a pizza crust and throw like uh cheddar and mozzarella cheese on it and then put some like barbecue chicken, shredded barbecue chicken on it. That's always a fucking uh a hitter, dude. Okay. Absolutely a hitter. Um but real quick while we're while we're paused, I uh finished this beer. It was absolutely delicious. I loved it. I'll, I'm going to give it a 4.0. Yeah, mm, I gave the last one a 4.0. I've tr- I, sorry, I can't compare the previous beer to the to the next one. But 4.0 <laughs> is delicious. I drink it again. Okay. And what was that one again? That was an IPA. This was the Ride On uh, 10 Hop Hazy IPA. So it's got 10 different 
uh, regional hops in it, and it was delicious. Okay. Hey. Oh, dude, I used to fuck up pizza rolls, dude. I would literally eat a whole box of pizza rolls. So, you know, summer vacation as a kid, you're at home, your parents are at work. You got to fucking feed yourself at lunch, right? Yeah. In pizza rolls and a Dr. Pepper, dude, out of a can. <laughs> it was the move, dude. That was the fucking move. I'm trying to find different brands of pizza rolls. I used to really get down. You mentioned bagel bites. I used to really like these uh, Michelina's pizza rolls. Those were great. They were like pizza pockets almost. Um, uh, I thought I just saw it with Michelina. What? Yeah, they were over here. Uh, Michelina's, it, it's like an Italian bitch, uh, older broad making these things. And have you have you seen uh so oh right here dude so good oh no I've never seen these before oh man yeah oh, they get a little a fucking uh she's a fucking Guido grandma right there yeah dude. look at that Goomba <laughs> right that, honestly that looks like my grandma I'm, I come from an Italian <laughs> background that looks like my grandma dude <laughs> hey and you may think it's unhealthy but look ten grams of protein not bad there you go protein <laughs> um oh, dude pizza rolls are the I I have yet to try. I, I've since gotten an air fryer and I want to try the air fried pizza rolls. I bet those fucking smack, dude. Air fried yeah. pizza roll. I mean, I've heard a lot of good things about the air fryer personally. I, I, I don't have you one. Have, to have the right one, dude. Mine's too small. Like I can't fit anything in it. You know, like if I do wings in the air fryer, I can only fit like five wings. I heard it's batch. real good to put a steak in there. I've heard that too. And I'm hesitant to try. I don't want to buy a, $20 steak and fuck it up in an air fryer. Well, buy a shitty steak. If you if it's that good, uh, it'll make a shitty yeah, steak good. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But you it's got to I mean? fit in the air. I have a shitty air fryer. It's not very big. I can't so You got to work smart, not hard in these situations. Buy a shitty steak. Um, you know, put it in that small air fryer. If you got to cut it up into pieces, do what you got to do. Um, are these the niche pizzas? No, this is some Japan shit. I was trying to get into like this idea of like the Philly cheesesteak pizza. The oh, I can tell you just some of the shit that I've had. I've had a, a lamb gyro or gyro pizza. I'll tell you right now, that's good. I haven't had one, but I'm sure that that's delicious. It was delicious. Oh, dude, when I was in Illinois, that this is something that doesn't exist in the South is uh, like a gyro, like fast food place uh, where they like their specialty is like gyros, like on like a, a pita bread with lamb steak uh, sliced up with fucking onions and tomatoes with the tzatziki sauce. You ever fucked around with a fucking a gyro? Oh, yeah, dude. I love gyros. Do you have gyro like restaurants, though, like a fast food fucking gyro place? No, we dude. have them in the food court here. We have a Greek place in a food court. It's good. Oh, this place, I, I can't remember the name of it. It was in uh, Illinois. A fucking gyro, gyro, however you want to call it, fast food place. You fucking roll up, get a fucking hot, fucking greasy, fat gyro. Yeah. Oh, was, and they were open to like. Two in the morning, dude. It was the bomb. Well, let's talk about gyros for a minute. Do you like the the chicken gyro, the pork gyro, or the lamb gyro? Lamb gyro, dude, okay. with the sauce, dude. That's how I, I, I don't – because if you're doing chicken, you might as well just get a fucking pita sandwich, you know? Yeah, you might as well just go and fuck yourself if you're talking chicken. I don't – I mean, I don't like – the lamb is where it's at, dude, and, and how they shave it off. I don't know what that concoction of meat is made of, but it's really good, dude. And well, that's I, one of the more underrated cuisines. Um, Do you have, like – favorite types of cuisines out there you know like mexican italian mediterranean shit like that you got a top three uh i, I guess top three dude i fucking i love barbecue uh okay. Jackson. I, I i would consider barbecue its own genre its own cuisine, absolutely right um barbecue i love mexican just because you can never really go wrong obviously like you said you can get a bad enchilada bad 
burrito, but it's pretty much going to be consistent across the board, right? At most, most of the time. And, uh, I, I fucking, I do love pizza, dude. And I know the, the conspiracy tards out there will say, I, I fuck little kids. That's not the case. Yeah. I don't like think pizza. so. Um, but I, I, and, uh, mm, I think Italian food sometimes, like if it's really good Italian food, the menu's probably in Italian and you really don't know what you're ordering a lot of the yeah. time. Um, but it's, it, it's, you can't really go wrong with it. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I don't, I don't know. I like sushi. Um, oh but, fuck yeah! But dude. it's like a delicacy. Like I don't eat sushi enough to be like it's my favorite. You know, I like sushi, and where I live now, I I don't trust the sushi out here. I don't. Really? I'm not, yeah, if you're within a hundred miles, of, uh, if you're out of sight of a, a hundred miles of the coast or a, a waterway, I wouldn't trust the sushi. You know, oh, I disagree. They're not getting it from. They're not going out there and fishing it themselves. You know, it's it's still coming in on a truck, whether you're in L.A. or whether you're in uh, fucking uh, Iowa. I guess that's true. I guess it's true. I, I just, live in Tucson, I, dude. There's some bomb sushi out here, man. <laughs> There's some good shit. Big, is Tucson a pretty, pretty big city? It's the second biggest city in Arizona. It's not huge. Okay. So what's the first one? Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Phoenix and, and then Phoenix Tucson. is one of the largest cities in the country. I think it's like the eighth largest city in the country or something. Okay. Okay. It's a, that, it's a sizable city. I just think of it as like every everything there and everybody there is desert trash, you know. Uh, and well, I you're not wrong. Yeah, I, I assumed. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but you clearly have some culture there. Uh, that's a stretch. Okay, um, well, food. You have some good food at least. <laughs> we have good food. Um, man, as far as a culture goes, what would the culture of Tucson be? It's a lot of Mexican culture, a lot okay. of Mexican. I mean, we're a hundred miles away from the border. Um, if that, I mean, there's a Nogales, Tucson and a, and a Nogales, Mexico. Um, there's something really interesting about it though, man. And I know, I mean, this isn't a conspiracy show, you know, this episode, but you know how that, that last man in the world, uh, last man on earth show is based out of Tucson. Have you seen that? No. What is that? What is that show? It's an old show. It's called Last Man on Earth or some shit. I'll see if I can find it. I had some different uh, classic uh, pizzas pulled up here just to uh, banter. Oh, we can it. get back to pizza. We got to discuss some of those for sure. We, yeah, we will. We will. But yeah, so uh, let me see. Last Man uh, on Earth. I think I know there's that Trump. Last Man Standing show with Tim Allen. I don't think that's what you're talking about. No, it's a TV series, and it's based out of Tucson, Arizona, and it's literally the world ends... And this guy living in Tucson, Arizona is the last man alive, right? Um, it's this. Have you seen this? No. Was it on uh, HBO? Oh, Will Forte. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that bitch. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've that seen bitch. The, that, that cover, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's uh, it's interesting, man. I saw there's a ton of ley lines that converge southwest of where Tucson is, almost to the Mexican border. Um, like a ton of ley lines all hit this one spot. There's there's a weird energy here, dude. There's a, a very strange. I, I've I've lived here my whole life, and I constantly feel a little weird about it. Like I've gone to other places. I haven't been all over the world. I haven't been to Scotland and other places like you. But I, you know, I've gone to other city. I've gone to the East Coast. I've gone to the West Coast. I've gone to the central parts of the country. There's no place like Tucson. It's a strange feeling here. Um, and the people here are strange too for sure very and and not necessarily in a bad way or a good way just different okay it's, it's really like nowhere else it's hard to explain but yeah I, there's I, I get what you're saying i get what you're saying 
Yeah. Do you? Because I don't. But it's just a weird, it's a weird, uh, weird area, man. But uh, yeah, dude, let's get back to this pizza because I found these well, different. While you pull that up, I, I just cracked open another one. This one's uh, another Goose Island Beer Co. beer. It's called a Neon Beer Hug. And it's got a bear on it. It's like a bear, blue bear with pink sunglasses. It's I a, like that. Seven percent alcohol. Um, and uh, I guess oh oh, uh, Goose Island's from Chicago, Illinois. So yeah, uh, it's I it tastes good so far. Oh, and I gave the last one a rating already, so we're good there. Um, so I'll I'll sip on this and report back. Yeah, man, I am. Uh, I, it looks like you have little twelve ounce cans. I got the sixteen ounces, and I, I know, I know. You're don't don't try to keep up. Just well, to, and I'm I am sipping on a ten point five, or I'm gonna slam yeah, it though, and enjoy, I'm gonna open. Enjoy that, enjoy that. Hey, I'll tell you right now, it's a it's a five. When it comes to an IPA, <laughs> it's a five. I, I'm so there's this weird thing that I've been having um, since I got COVID, and I hate to be like one of these bandwagoners, but since I got COVID, my taste buds are way off. And things taste chemically to me. IPAs taste very chemically. I used to love IPAs. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, I have this taste in my mouth where it, it it tastes like Windex almost. Okay, now that you said that, now I'm starting to taste a little chemicals in my IPA. I don't know if that's a placebo or what. Right now? I, yeah, right now. Now that you said it, I kind of want – I can see what you're saying. Not now. I have not ever tested positive for COVID, but my fiance, uh, oh, at the time, my girlfriend did test positive for COVID, and I was with her for ten days straight, and I didn't, I never got sick or anything, but I imagine I got it, uh, if it is such a thing. Um, but no, my taste buds have been have been fine, but I have heard of other people that, uh, I know people who still can't smell shit. It's a strange thing, man. It affects everyone different. I mean, I had a I, buddy I, uh, uh, who said it felt very like he got COVID. He was sick for like two days and he texted me. He was like, he's been on the podcast before. His name's Davey. You should have him on. He's a cool guy. Um, And he said it felt very artificial. Like it yeah. felt like a art. Like he's like, this doesn't feel like any sickness I've ever had before. And it feels fake. Yeah. If that makes sense. He's like, yeah, no, I know exactly what he's talking about. Weird. And yeah. uh, so I get what I I get what you're saying, and what a lot of people say is that it just it's different. It hits different. Okay, so yeah. you're, look, you're looking at specialty pizzas from Domino's right now. Yes, so this I is what at, I was referring to. You got the fire in I worked at Domino's for a, a, a season at one point in the past few years. What's a season? Uh, uh, I worked there season? like from like September to like January to make some extra money for Christmas. Okay, yeah, I just delivered at night, and uh, yeah. Okay. Domino's, I does, I will say, since they rebranded several years ago and changed their crust, their fucking crust is the bomb. They do the Brooklyn style. Yes, their crust has a the the seasonings on their crust is delicious, and I will say they one hundred percent do get their uh, dough fresh. It's delivered fresh, um, so it's not frozen or anything like that. So people wondering, Domino's crust is fresh as fuck. Okay, hey, you know I. Let's let's do this, and and I feel like I know the answer now. Uh, maybe you'll throw a curveball at me out of the the four horsemen of the pizza. Okay, we've okay. got Domino's, we got Pizza Hut, we got Papa John's, we got Little Caesars. What's your favorite one out of those four? Uh, Domino's. Uh, honestly, I I can't even remember when uh if I've when the last time I've had Papa John's is just because they're they're f- hard to find. Uh, Domino's is certainly the pr- Pizza Hut doo doo dog shit. It's just not. Oh, I disagree, in- man. Back in the early 2000s, late 90s, when you could go sit down at the Pizza Hut 
and hit that salad bar and just like dip. a man. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was good. Uh, but they've, they've declined over the years. At least whenever I have gotten pizza hut, it's been trash. Uh, okay. Domino's is, is I think a better product at this day and age. Okay. I don't hate it. I, I do think, I mean, uh, pizza hut comes out with some bangers every once in a while. They had the, uh, cheese it calzones. Those Wait, were delicious. Fuck a cheese it calzone, like stuffed yeah. cheese it's in the fucking calzone. Let's back up here. Uh, okay. you, you heard me right. You heard me right. Let me pull this up for you because a cheese it, uh, crust with, um, it's like a hot pocket, which, um, you know, a hot pocket's lovely, but it's basically a hot pocket with, uh, pizza toppings inside. It was delicious. Okay. Well, I will say about, uh, Little Caesars though, is that whenever, sh- if shit does ever hit the fan, meet your local, you're going to meet your friends at Little Caesars. Like that's where the the resistance will will convene. Um, I say a Cracker Barrel, dude. I've said this many times. I think the, you need to go to Cracker Barrel because not only do they have food in the freezer in the kitchen, but they have uh, weapons all, all over the walls. I mean, there's guns, there's fucking knives and shovels and all kinds of shit. Plus okay. hours of entertainment in the gift shop, and the fucking rocking chairs are out of this world. Yeah, you uh, can play checkers. You can play the tea game. No, not only checkers. You can play giant checkers on a carpet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, you can hit your wife there too. And also, this is a fucking literal, a giant cheese it stuff with pizza toppings. Yeah. Okay. Th- I've never seen this before and it looks fantastic. It yeah. looks like a hot pocket. It's a cheese it hot pocket. Oh my yes. goodness, dude. They had pepperoni and cheese. Um, it was a, it was a, a real nice thing. Uh, when they came out with it and I had it for the first time, I went back the next three days. And it's basically four of these things. They're about three inches by three inches, uh, maybe four inches by four inches, and just a nice treat. And you dip it in your marinara sauce and just have a good time. Shit, dude. That looks fucking good. Yeah. And and Taco Bell is coming out with a Cheez-It Crunchwrap Supreme because they're owned by the same people as uh, Pizza Hut. They're coming out with a Crunchwrap Supreme that is uh, inspired by the Cheez-It. Interesting. I do like Cheez-Its. Uh, if I had to pick a snack cracker, it would be goldfish. That's my weakness. Uh, I can sit down with one of those fucking gallon uh, cartons of goldfish and eat the whole thing. Do you like that it's smiling or what, what is it about goldfish? Because I, I actually like the Cheez-It. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I like. I prefer goldfish over Cheez-Its. Okay. Uh, do you want to go back to the Domino's specialty pizzas? And- do you want me to do that? Oh, it seemed like you had some questions. I'm I'm prepared to 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 go over it. Let's discuss it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So and, what about and for those listening? This is important content we're we're discussing. I mean, this is the stuff you really want to know about. So that guy who left a one star review, educate yourself, man. This is this is a fucking uh a, a university level class we're giving here on fast food and pizza. So just yeah, that's a master us. class. The master class. Let's go. Okay. Out of these here. Out of the Domino's American Legends, okay? It, it, it starts with the Honolulu Hawaiian ends with the Buffalo Chicken. Okay. Where are you going gun to head with one of these things? Gun to head, okay, okay. Um, hmm. I, I'll, okay, I'll, let, me, let me work backwards. Uh, Wisconsin Six Cheese, fuck that. Uh, Pacific Veggie, absolutely fuck that. Uh, okay. Memphis Barbecue Chicken, or is that, oh, that's, that is included. Okay, Memphis Barbecue Chicken, I could fuck with that. Um, man. The Philly cheesesteak is good, but sometimes the peppers get a little, um, 
the the consistency of the peppers are not always cooked properly, so they get a little uh slidey and kind of chewy, uh, and they don't have that crunch that you want in your pepper. I gotta and, tell you already, Kyle, I'm a little disturbed that you haven't said fuck the Honolulu Hawaiian or the fiery Hawaiian. Well, <laughs> because I was gonna say I like. I like the Hawaiian pizza. Oh, get um, fucked. I thought we were having a gentleman conversation. Here. It's not my favorite, but out of these, out of these, I'd probably go with the Memphis barbecue chicken. That's probably what I'd go with. Okay. Uh, I like the chicken bacon ranch. It's not bad, but, um, I, I like the Memphis barbecue chicken, man. Um, I, I do like pineapple on my pizza. Um, but not a whole lot. It's not a bad, uh, uh, surprise every now and then when you get a little hawaiian pizza going on it's like getting a finger in your ass when you're getting your dick sucked it's not a big deal it's a nice surprise right you like you weren't expecting it and you didn't necessarily ask for it but you don't uh turn it down sure okay you know i'll, I'll go right here i'm going buffalo chicken is my uh go-to i love buffalo sauce a lot and then my second would be the philly cheesesteak um, and then, oh, actually, probably the Memphis barbecue chicken. But I like a barbecue chicken pizza with the fried, battered fried chicken on top. I don't know if you've had it like that. It's I fucking don't, good. I, I don't think I can. I've ever had uh, a a barbecue chicken pizza with a fried chicken on it. That actually, yeah, uh, sounds like a a game changer. You now, do Alfredo sauce. Uh, you do or, or white sauce, right? White sauce, a little uh -huh. bit of cheese, not too much. Um, you, you have a nice chicken strip or two. You cut that up into strips. So you have the batter and then you drizzle barbecue sauce on the top. Um, oh, so you do barbecue sauce on top. Yes. Okay. It's a, it's a decorative sauce. Okay. See, when I make a barbecue pizza, I, the base is barbecue sauce for me. Okay. Um, that's just me. Uh, I could see what the appeal with the Alfredo or the white sauce. That actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, right. but no, I, I can honestly say I've never had a, a fry, some fried chicken as a topping on the pizza. Um, it's a game changer, buddy. It is a game changer. Uh, I have to get, have you now? Okay. That's not on this list, but let's talk taco pizza. Okay. How are we talking taco pizza? What is the sauce? Is it like a tomato based sauce? Like a, not a, not a red sauce, but like more of a salsa. Yes. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take a little chorizo. I'll take uh, cheddar cheese, and I'll take uh, some after everything's done cooking. You, um, you know, you you cook the pizza for about you know seventy five percent of its duration. Take it out, crumble some uh, tortilla chips on top, and then put a tiny bit more cheese on top of that. Throw it back in there for the remaining twenty five percent. Then and 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 the chorizo is the meat. Maybe a little black olives. Maybe a little bit of chives. See, I I just. I... I like black olives by themselves, but black olives on anything, I can't fuck with. As an Italian uh, growing up, uh, when I was a kid, my fingers were smaller. We used to fucking put <laughs> olives all over our fingers like alien hands. Yeah, yeah. And do that. That was They're like fun. The, the bomb. And they were delicious. But black olives on my pizza, I can't do it. Um, and uh, but, but So with the taco, you said chorizo. And then the tortilla chips on top. I don't think I've ever had uh, like the tortilla strips on top. Oh, so buddy! For me, I would do. Um, I've seen it. I think I've seen it. Yeah, I mean... like a like a so a, like a salsa type base on the sauce. Little mozzarella, little cheddar cheese, uh, maybe even some Colby Jack if you're feeling fresh. Um, I, I think just ground beef seasoned like taco style. Like get that taco seasoning in there. 
Um, uh, I've also seen it with like diced tomatoes and lettuce on top of everything after the pizza's cooked. Did you mention bell peppers? Uh, I could fuck with some like green or red bell peppers on the taco, uh, on the taco uh, pizza. And then what the hitter is, is you get some like taco sauce, like, uh, like some hot sauce, uh, for, and you drizzle that over. Like you said, with the barbecue, you kind of do a little drizzle of some taco sauce, like Valentina, um, or, um, like, uh, do you, do you have an, do you have all subs where you're at the gas station? No, but I know exactly what you're talking about. The all subs burritos, that fucking no. taco sauce is the, <laughs> is the bomb, dude. So get some taco sauce like that and put it on there. That, that's good. That's good. See, stuff. With that, I'm going, uh, sour cream as a decorative sauce. If, I could fuck going... with sour cream. I could fuck with, sour. I just like a little more heat on it as I feel like I, I might take a bite without the sauce. And then, you know, throw a little sauce on the next bite. Um, sure. That's just me, though. That's just me, you know. Uh, this is Red Baron's Mexican pizza. Dude, and fuck, fuck with Red Baron, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, this will tee us up nicely for, a, a, you know, favorite, uh, you know, frozen pizza question. But how they do theirs is mozzarella and cheddar cheese, Mexican-style sausage, which is chorizo, uh, spicy sauce, and deluxe vegetable blend, which is onions, tomatoes, and bell peppers. It looks oh, like onions, of course, of course, you gotta have some onions on there. Yeah, sure. and they're not mentioning the tortilla chips. Do you notice the tortilla chips there? I can see them. I can see so, them. They're not into the description, but they're there. I don't sure. know why they're not because that's a key part. It adds a nice crunch. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm gonna pull up some different types. A frozen pizza, unless you have one off the top okay. of your head that well, you like. as you pull that up, I just want to say um, something that's always disappointed me as a as a consumer is when the the product that I that I receive the final product does not look like the picture, and um, I believe that certain restaurants have been sued in the past yeah. for false advertising. Um, I've always considered doing that myself. Um, I just don't know <laughs> if it's worth it. But yeah, it does piss me off when I I look at the picture. I'm like, man, this happened today at Taco Bell. I saw what I I was like, man, that looks good. You receive it, and it's like half the size, and it it's not nearly as delectable as you thought. But you eat it anyway because you paid for it and you hate yourself. So you're gonna eat it and you're gonna like it like a little bitch, like a little piggy you are. Yeah, you're not gonna do shit about oh, it, are you? Fucking DiGiorno, Totino's, okay. Yeah. Aaron? Oh, dude. Oh, my God. I might have to drive to the store after this podcast and get. <laughs> well, hey, have you ever dealt with a little pizza called Freshetta? Uh, no, no, it's... I've never had Freshetta. That's if you're a classy. That's if you're the richest person in the trailer park, you get Freshetta. It's <laughs> nice. It's real nice. Uh, Freshetta. Um, they have this uh, screaming Sicilian pizza. The I've DiGiorno had this... D- the screaming Sicilian. That sounds familiar. I feel like I've had that. Okay. Uh, what is this one? I never seen this. Shoprite. That's a. That's like a store brand. Okay. Uh, there's your bagel bites from Orida. Um, Tombstone. Uh, let's see. Tony's. That's dog shit. What was the individual personal pizzas? Uh, Red Baron. That, no. Yeah, Red Baron. I mean, there were even smaller ones though that were maybe like, I want to say maybe six inches in diameter. Uh, that were like real shitty, real shitty pizzas, but you ate them as a kid anyway. Like kind of that one on the right, they looked like that on the far right. Oh, uh, they looked okay. like that. Um, and they were just like individually wrapped. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh, so see that brand right there at the bottom, the Kala Power. Yeah. Yeah. 
cauliflower crust I buy, that brand. So people that's look Oprah's at... Pizza, I believe. It's what? I think that's Oprah's Pizza brand. Oprah? Oh no, on the back of the of the box it's some white lady saying like I love uh cauliflower crust. I and... love Oprah. That's what she's saying. <laughs> Oprah. Um yeah, Newman's Own's not bad. Newman's Own, yeah, not bad. But if we're talking, okay, let's talk top three, or as you say, the what do you say, the Wizards or the Legends, uh, the Four Horsemen. It's yeah, yeah. Be Stouffer's, Red Baron, DiGiorno, and what would you say that fourth one is? California Pizza Kitchen all day. Or um, you said Red Baron, Stouffer's, what else? Uh, Red Baron, Stouffer's, DiGiorno. I mean, we got to probably throw Tombstone in there, man. I don't like it, but I mean, it is one of those like it's a it, it's it's accessible everywhere. Yeah, it's a go to. Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, my favorite is is probably California Pizza Kitchen, or if one of these. California, more... I've never had a frozen California Pizza Kitchen. It's good, but we had it in our mall growing up. Was a California Pizza Kitchen restaurant. Oh, this is a dirtbag. Oh, the oh, are those board games? Yeah. Oh, shit. like 90s, 80s board games. Oh, it's fuck. like it's trying to fucking tee us up for a new question. Dude, Monopoly, the dot com edition. OK, did you guys used to play board games like did you and your buddies? Uh, Me and my well, me and my family, my cousins and my buddies. Yeah, I was a notorious cheater at Candyland. Um, oh, yeah. You don't want to play Candyland with me because um, I'll, I'll cheat. Uh, well, you offered to shuffle shuffle the cards. Um, and you, you figure out, let's say you're the third person to go, right? Third person. You find that whatever the fucking lollipop card is that takes you to the end of the thing. You put that secretly in the third card. So you draw that fucking card right off the bat. You're at the top of the board. You got two more turns and you win the game. Nice. It's, I, I mean, obvious. I mean, people, my mom, when I would play with her, she knew I was cheating, but she just let me play anyway. Uh, Brian, can I? Can I pee real quick? Is that okay? Absolutely. Take a beer, break. Drinking. All right, let's let's take a little break and we'll get back to some fucking board games, which I'm uh, very uh, excited about. I'll be right back. All right, back from the pee break here, and uh, you know we're gonna get into some board game stuff. But you just finished a beer in the meantime, so how are you oh, rating? Almost this? here. I'll finish it right now. Yeah, it's this is the beer hug. And uh, it's a lovely little design. I like that. It's got a blue bear, pink glasses, neon beer hug. It's actually really good. It's almost sweet in a way. For an IPA, there's a little bit of sweetness to it um, on the back end. Um, But it's I like the can, dude. The cute little bear. Uh, Dude, I I watched, uh, what's that show? Alone. Uh, Have you ever seen that show? Where people just go out in the woods and whoever stays the longest uh, wins like half a million dollars or something. Uh, uh, is it Naked and Afraid? No, not Naked and Afraid. It's called Alone. No, um, and it's on like uh, Animal or Discovery or Nat Geo or something. Um, I think like there's like one or two seasons on on Netflix, but they the last the season I watched it was like in Bear Country, like in Canada, like BC, and I think every person there out of the 10 contestants at one point or another ran into a bear, like a grizzly bear, like a big fucking bear and mm-hmm. like had to like, and you can't, you can't legally in that area, you can't hunt bears. So they couldn't give them guns or anything to shoot the bear. Like they had to just like mace the fuckers or scare them off. But dude, you do not want to. And I know Joe Rogan talks about this, but seriously, dude, if you see a bear, 
it, it, don't <laughs> get away from that thing, dude. They're they're intense, dude. And and I've only seen a couple in my entire life in person. I've never seen a bear in person. Um, they're incredible. But on that same show, the first episode, this one guy, he was like hunting for like grouse or something like with a bow and arrow. And as he's cleaning the grouse that he shot, he's like, oh, shit. And it's kind of you ever watched like Survivor, man? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crowd? It's like that style where they have their own camera equipment and stuff. and They're all alone. Um, but this guy, he, he's cleaning this bird he shot and he's like, Oh shit, what the fuck is that? And he goes and grabs his camera. A fucking, uh, mountain lion is like 20 yards away from it, just staring at it. Fuck and that. I was like, dude, if you are seeing the mountain lion now, it's been seeing you yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Like I would rather face a bear than a fucking cat, dude. 100%. Oh my god, dude! Even at our deer lease where we go hunting, we set up uh, game trail game cameras. And one day we uh, we pulled my dad's game camera out and like looked at the pictures. And there's like, oh, there's hog, wild hogs, and deer, and raccoons. The raccoons would fuck everything up. And then there's there's two different bobcats. I mean, bobcats aren't mountain lions, but they're still big fucking cats. Yeah. And they, dude, they are, like, they're, it's fucking terrifying if you see one of those fuckers, dude. Bobcat will hurt you, man. A a mountain lion will fucking kill you, though. And it'll kill you for fun. It'll play with your body before you're dead. You will suffer. A bear will fucking kill you and eat your ass. A bobcat or a mountain lion will just fuck around with you as you suffer. Yeah. Fuck that. Anyway. (laughs) I mean, they're cats. They're house cats. And they're, and they move like that. You know, my house cats are fucking monsters, dude. The good thing they're fat and happy. Um, but, uh, here, I'm going to give it like a three, eight, um, because it's a good IPA. Uh, I just don't know if I'd order more than one or two of these at a time. And that's how I base my ratings. Like, would I order another one of these at a bar? Sure. Um, so I would probably only get maybe one more of these if I had to. Um, but it was good. It wasn't bad. <laughs> Why would you ever have to order more than one IPA? <laughs> because you're chilling, bro. You're chilling at the bar. You don't want to look like a bitch. You don't want to look like a bitch drinking a Coors Light. Yeah, dude. Um, you know, have you seen uh Cuda Mondays? They're out here in Arizona. Have you seen them out there in Texas? A uh, who? A uh, what? Is it some African gentleman? No, no, a Cuda Monday. It's it's a uh, the Arizona state animal. Oh no! What the fuck? What? Yeah, I'll show you. Uh, Arizona. I, I can't even spell it. Um, they're desert monkeys. And that's not a racial slur. Let me show a, you here. A desert mo- You have monkeys? Dude, yeah. They're crazy. And they're so fun to watch. This is what these little fuckers are. This is a Cuda Monday. Oh, and they, they run oh, around. Like little lemurs. What? Kind of, dude. And yeah, they run around like they, they operate like, uh, like, like a fucking- raccoon. No, like monkeys, man. Like literally like monkeys. Uh like a ring tailed cat they'll call them too. Oh, ring tailed cat. Okay. They're Kudamonte. Okay. I'm so oh, so you've got a state mammal, a state insect, a state fish, state amphibian. Oh, that's very inclusive of uh of the states. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got the a tree frog. Trout, tree frog. A cactus wren, okay, and then the fucking rattlesnake, dude. I've killed many of these. Many dude, rattlesnakes. Did I, you saw when I was on my uh bachelor at my bachelor party, I fucking fucking cut the snakes off to cut the heads off of two snakes while I was there. I, I told you about that in the gates for you crane chat. Yeah. Yeah. One was in a tree above us. It was a copperhead. I fucking knocked it out of the tree with a shovel and cut its head off with the shovel. And then the second one, my buddy was taking a piss 
uh, right next to camp. And he was like, hell, like, hell. And I didn't say help, but he was like, bro, come here. And I ran up. And there's fucking Copperhead where he was pissing. I pulled out my pistol. One shot blew the fucker's head off. Got it, uh, dude. I felt like a badass. I felt like a badass. But uh, yeah, fuck those things. Dude. Were you intoxicated? Oh, I was drunk as fuck. Yeah. That um, may, that'll make you feel good. That'll make you feel pretty oh, cool. Dude, even just holding a gun when you're drunk makes you feel great. Yeah. Uh, I love, I, I, you know, they, they say you're not supposed to handle alcohol or drugs and w- firearms, but when you're hunting, uh, it's kind of a necessity. Dude, right? if you're not drunk when you're out there hunting, not literally when you go like in the morning to go like hunt itself. You're hung over as fuck, though. I mean, come on. You're, and then, you know, and in, in the evening, when you get home, uh, or back to camp from the hunt in the morning, you're out there, you know, maybe six hours max. You're not out there all day. Some people yeah, so you come dedicated. back and drink and then you go out at night again and you're fucking drunk by the time you yeah. get out back out there. It's hunting season, dude. I'm looking forward to going back out. And my goal this year is to get three deer, three deer. Nice. Well, good luck, dude. I mean, that's a, it's, it's a lot more honest than I used to think it was. But, I was raised and I thought that it was dope when I was a kid. Um, then like when I was kind of like my, you know, liberal cuck high school, post high school age, I was like, dude, hunting's fucked up. We have meat that we can get in the grocery stores. And then you learn how unethically sourced that is. Cause dude, I, I really do care about animals, man. I, I think that even the animals that we hunt, the deer, the, the fucking, I fucking cry- when I shot that fucking buck, dude. I cried for like 15 minutes before. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's good. That's not a bad thing. I mean, like I felt terrible, dude, but it was delicious. <laughs> that's the thing, dude. I think that uh, you have more of a connection to your food in that way. And I didn't buy meat for six months after I fucking killed those deer. I didn't. I, once I got the deer back from the processor, I didn't have to buy meat at the store. I even you know what you're dog. doing in that. You know what you're doing in that circumstance is you're not supporting fucking Walmart and these big farms that are fucking abusive to animals dude absolutely dude so that's absolutely. good and even I now if I'm, oh yeah go ahead i was gonna say i finished this one it's hard to show up i gotta make sure that i uh you know i don't even know if the video is gonna show up but yeah i finished this one uh the zombie beer and it was, what was definitely it what was the name of the beer just zombie beer uh zombie mania oh okay okay yeah and i couldn't find uh beer zombies i think is the brewery name um it's getting dark in here, but yeah, uh, a ten and a half percenter, dude. You're probably f- just as, if not more, fucked up than I am, buddy. I've got a big tolerance. Uh, I can go out and I can fucking run a marathon right now, probably. But uh, yeah, this one, this is a, a good one. I, I love the label. Uh, if I could give it six stars on the label, it, it's got a six stars. As is but, a cool label, dude. Yeah, it's lo- well, you know, an artist and your your main source of income is beer labels. I mean, that's a good gig. Oh yeah, yeah, that's nice. He's even got like a uh, UFC belt or like a, <laughs> a WWE belt. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. But yeah, so this one, uh, <laughs> I, I said it was a five when I was drinking it. It's um, if it was a five, it would be because it gets you super fucked up. Like I'm feeling it definitely, but it's uh, it's probably more like a four three. Okay. I would rate my Alchemist breakfast higher. This one was lovely. Okay. And, and I would absolutely I, order that again. This one, I don't think you're ordering two of these in one night. No. Otherwise, you're you're going to get in a fight with a child. Yeah, yeah. and it's and it's hard to com- to not compare the beer to the last beer, but it really does establish a baseline when you drink that first one. So uh, this next beer I'm going to open, it's uh, Golden Road, which is the same one 
as uh the that IPA had the ride on same same brewing company it's golden road it's a mango cart it's a mango wheat ale and i love mangoes i put them in my smoothies every day um and i what's the percentage on here i don't know if i can find it let me uh, guess uh what is it a four, mango 4.0 oh shit i was going to guess oh so oh, sorry. <laughs> no guess if you but look at the you said the 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 can art on the first that one last one was good look you got a little mexican dude in a fucking fruit stand on this one dude there was one last night that i could have bought that was a taco truck ale i thought that was dope no that's cool dude you're gagging over there no that that's fucking dope to me fucking taco truck because they focus on local shit so you're gonna chug a four percenter like a little baby i got myself here uh this is a we the people cider look at that Dude, okay. You tell me you're saving these cans. I wash out yeah. all my cans and I save them. I, dude, I, I drank one earlier, and I'll show you that can in a second. I drank one earlier. It was another, um, was it a porter or a what was it? it was a stout, and um, it's a, it's a, a mall zombie from Clown Shoes, and it was like a mall scene with a dude fucking up a bunch of zombies. It was kind of cool. But yes, I'm saving all these cans. I'm going to start doing what you do, putting all these behind me. But yeah, we the people. Um, this is a blueberry cider. Um, Ooh, that's going to be good, dude. Fermented. Well, I'm going to chug it. It's fermented apple juice, blueberry pie crust spices. So I don't know um, if that's worth. Ch- dude, that might be too good to chug. You might want to. Okay, how about this? How about we both try these, take a sip, and then decide if we want to chug it? Because I don't want you to waste a delicious beer uh, by chugging cider. But but it still sounds really good. The, the pie crust and everything. I be, I bet it's delicious. Is there lactose in it? Have you ever had a beer with lactose in it? Just makes it creamy and delicious. Uh, I I've had like porters and stuff. I don't think that I don't know though for a hundred percent sure. Um, I All do right, like this it, one is Arizona made. And let me give you a little story because this is veteran owned, um, family operated, veteran owned, lovely little logo um yeah we the people this is nice because they had a red a white and a blue one the red one was a raspberry a strawberry rhubarb the white was a plain one and then this was a blueberry pie um but dude that sounds delicious dude yeah it's cool mix all of them into one yeah a little jungle (laughs) hey dude we didn't do that we we were supposed to do that thing where we poured all these provo kid suggested that we save a little bit of each beer no that was me that's oh, you brought that up? You br- Dude, I thought, literally, I thought about that because I was going to bring a glass up here to pour all my beers into. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. It's going to be Yeah, yeah. With the two good. that I drank so far, it would have been horrible. But... Even as a kid, you ever do like uh, potions? You know, when you're a kid, you fucking make like ketchup with fucking yeah. you know, apple juice and fucking, you know, whatever you had in the fridge and make your friends drink it. Like, yeah. fuck shit, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, we used to do some nasty ones. There was actually one that we did uh and one uh we we used some of uh my friend's mom had like a a smoothie thing that she would make every morning and she wouldn't always finish them and we used a little bit of hers and we just left it in that jar that she mixed it in and she drank some of it it had like vinegar and barbecue sauce and all kinds of shit and uh she was pissed at us to say the least but this this uh beer it's based out or the cider i should say it's based out of arizona cider corpse is a veteran owned and family operated company built by brothers jason duran sergeant u usmc retired um and josh duran uh and what started as a hobby for the two 
after Jason sustained injuries while deployed. He is now Arizona's first fully dedicated cidery and tap room. So this is cool. This is out of, I believe, Gilbert. That's really cool, dude. That's really, yeah. I love supporting local small breweries and business. I mean, it's especially veteran owned, dude. Like, you know, and you know, the thing is, they're not going to give you a shitty beer because they, they have so much PTSD that they have to enjoy getting fucked up. So they're going to make a good product. You would hope so. So we'll see how this is. Okay, I'll taste it and tell me if you, if you'd be willing to chug it. Oh, it's sweet. I'll tell you right now, it's pretty sweet. Is it sour or is it just sweet? It's got a bit of a sourness because the apple, the apple juice, the fermented okay. apple juice. Well, I, I tried this mango one. I could chug this. So I if can you chug want this to... too. All right. Well, cheers, bud. Cheers. Let's talk some shit after this about some board games. <laughs> All right. Oh. <sighs> There we go. Dude, that was like basically mango puree. <laughs> it was thicker than I thought. Really? Yeah, it was. Dude, that's like a, I basically ate a whole mango just now. That was a delicious. Beer with some pulp? <laughs> Dude, you ever had a pulpy beer? It's not bad. No, I haven't. That sounds oh. horrible. Hey, Is that real? I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be a little tipsy after this one. Hey, that's what we're doing it for. That's what we do it for. <laughs> this is fun, Ryan. This is good. This is good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, man. No, I, I appreciate this. This is a cool. Uh, it's a fucking Thursday. We both got to work tomorrow. You know, my job sucks, though. So I'm going to go in really half acid tomorrow. Oh, dude, I half acid every day. That a boy. OK, so let's get into these board games now. Okay. I, I did want to ask you a little bit um, because we kind of we didn't talk too much about your childhood. We've really gotten into the the pizza debate. I uh we needed to we needed to discuss it but yes it was important and I think that we settled some some serious issues and I feel like we kind of glanced into each other's souls a little there now when when you were a kid um obviously you know you kind of you kind of broke down like the whole school thing you know um the the family life a little bit right did you ever so like when you're walking home from school Obviously, it's not a very long walk at that time, right? You said that it was like in the like a block, basically. It sounds like, yeah, five ten minutes, yeah. Okay, so w when you were walking, uh, obviously you're probably not using like a Walkman or any kind of like audio devices or anything like that. Were you just thinking to yourself at that time, walking to and from yeah, school? Probably. I mean, I, I think there was there was one point um, where I had one, maybe like the first gen iPod. And I would listen to, you know, some edgy music as a kid. But, uh, yeah, I mean, usually you walk with a group of friends or uh, you have a, yeah, not a Walkman, but certainly something. Um, but, yeah, we would always uh, eventually when you get, you know, you get your group of buddies who live near you, you walk with them and you talk shit and call each other faggots and retards and, and all that fun stuff. So then then my next question would be. You know, when you get home from school, was your mom always there or what, did always. you ever get to be home alone by yourself? Eventually, yeah, I was I was home alone for uh, at certain points for a while, maybe for an hour or so. Uh, at one point, I remember I think I was in like second grade, third grade or something. I walked home uh, and I maybe maybe older, uh, but I walked home and uh, I, I had a, a friend. I was like, oh, we're friends. Cool. Come to my house. 
And uh, so my when my mom got home, there was just another kid there. Ooh. And uh, she was like, uh, who, who is this? Like, because she was like, does his parents know that he's here? And because uh, I was just like, come hang out at my house on like a Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I remember being home alone. You know, I, I remember getting a key to the house was like a yeah. big deal, you know. So as then, when kid. you get when you get home, you're starving as a kid, right? You're, oh, fucking you're absolutely hungry as fuck. Yeah. What are you making when you're all alone? Okay. You got the house to yourself, I, what are you I, making? dude. Hundred percent, right down to the T. Because uh, I remember I I did uh, football a little bit in middle school, um, uh, and so after practice, coming home, I'd fucking uh, Dr Pepper and Goldfish. I mean, okay. sit down, literally get like a cereal bowl, fill it full of Goldfish. And pour the Dr. Pepper in there. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, you mentioned the the goldfish. I'm sure I poured it in there at one point, but just get the can of Dr. Pepper, the bowl of goldfish, and just fucking go to town. Um, Or or Oreos and milk. That was always another option as well. Oreos. Dude, couldn't you eat an entire box of Oreos and milk? Okay, so we 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 at work recently. So I work at a at a college, right? And recently we had like a back to school like cookout, right? And uh, I brought my my flat top Blackstone cook or whatever to cook. Oh, yeah. I based, I cooked 120 burgers for all these fucking libtard college kids. Nice. And, uh, and afterwards, you know, pe- hey kids, take take the snacks and the chips and the burgers, whatever's left over home. I grabbed a fucking. I was like, I cooked. I'm gonna fucking take this unopened uh thing of Oreos. And this is the I haven't had Oreos in years. And I literally on the way home stopped and bought a fucking thing of milk because we don't drink milk. Really, yeah, I get me neither a creamer for a coffee. That's about it. Fucking got a thing, a half gallon of milk. And honestly, after we're done here, I'm probably going to go downstairs, fill me up a glass of milk because I don't like milk, really, unless it's in Oreos. Uh, but yes, you can eat a whole uh, I could eat a whole bag of Oreos, a yeah. whole, uh, you know, carton or sleeve, whatever they come in. Uh, yeah, I could fuck up some Oreos. As kids, uh, we used to do the whole whole rows of Chips Ahoy, and that's how we'd figure out, like, are you having one or two rolls of Chips Ahoy? Do you have a favorite cookie from Nabisco? I mean, mine is Nutter Butters all day. Again, I'm a peanut butter kid. Well, is Oreos Nabisco? Is that Nabisco? Yes. That's the original OG Nabisco snack. Oh, really? It's the I OG. believe so. Okay. I'd have to say Oreos then, dude. I mean, you just you literally can't go wrong. Uh, I mean, obviously, you can go wrong with the type of Oreo. Like, you have the inside-out Oreo. You have the fucking white Oreos. Oh, dude, did you chocolate did you, chip Oreos? Did you listen to my last out. episode when we were talking about all the different types of Oreos? No. Uh, I, I'm sure it was intriguing. I mean, there's, there's literally Big Mac Oreos out there. I'm, it's almost a sin uh, with how many Oreos are out there. I mean, it's it's a bad ones. It's a problem. It's really a problem. We need to we need to contact. The corporate office and and tell them to chill out there's not a legitimate cure for covid but there are 1000 different types of oreos out there it's crazy. yeah i think maybe as a society we might be directing our efforts in the wrong direction um, <laughs> when did you see too that like uh <laughs> there was like a federal investigation into why the ice cream machine at, at mcdonald's is always down i did see that it i and i as someone who i worked at sonic drive-through or drive-in for that was my first job well when i turned 16 that i worked other jobs like mowed lawns and shit like that but my first like w2 job was sonic when i turned 16 and i was a fucking skating machine i was fucking dude i've never made more money than i did at sonic you skated oh quads 
quad skate, not inline bullshit. Fucking yeah, yeah. the OG shit. I was a fu- dude. I could skate circles around you, dude. I was a fucking pro skater oh. at Sonic, and the reason the reason I skated was because I was faster. I could take out more orders than someone who was walking, and thus make more tips. Be honest with me. Did you ever fall down with any orders? Oh, dude, I always saved the food. I mean, I would I would break <laughs> my arm to save the food. Um, but yes, I fell down uh, several times, mostly when I was fucking around. Never when I was like legitimately like skating up to a car to give someone their food. It was like someone wanted to race me or they wanted me to do tricks or some shit like that. Like that's really the only times I've ever fallen. I mean, you fall in the restaurant sometimes, like in the kitchen, you might fall. Sure. Slip on some grease or something. Cause he, he, I mean, when I was on skates, I was on skates for eight hours, 12 hours at a time. So I, I'd be making drinks, making milkshakes and stuff all on skates. So you're in the kitchen, you're fucking slipping and sliding around. Yeah. Um, but man, I, so when I say, when you were, you're talking about the ice cream machines being down, it's literally because they don't want to do it. Yeah. Uh, because Sonic it, it, is known for its ice cream. They pump out tons of shit. And, uh, I mean, the ice cream machine, we probably cleaned it at once every six months, but I mean, like deep cleaned it. Like we cleaned it every night, yeah. but I mean, like open it up, clean all that shit that that's probably pretty gross, but McDonald's, it's literally just people being lazy. Like I went to Wendy's today before I went to Taco Bell to get food for lunch and I walked uh, the drive-through line was long. There was no one in the parking lot. So I parked, got in, went, went inside and they were all busy with the drive-through and I'm, I guarantee one guy, he, he came out and he was like, uh, cash only, our card machines are down. Yeah, not true. And I was like, I bet your card machine at the drive-thru works. And he was like, uh, yeah, but – so basically he just didn't want to deal with me. So You know what, though, dude? A lot of card machines have been down lately, man. I've been noticing that a lot, like at Walmarts even. They've been down a lot. Yeah, I, 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 I think that – I mean, you remember uh, a few years ago when we everyone got the chip – cards yeah yeah uh everything was fucked up then dude recently i've discovered that my card i can do the tap yeah yeah you don't even have to enter a pin for that shit isn't that nice don't you feel like a fucking g i fucking just go and it's like and i'm out of there i'm like thank you now imagine when imagine when they put the chip right in your hand dude it's gonna be so convenient i can't wait dude just fucking wave (laughs) my hand over that bitch be like fuck well, remember that movie it, before we got to get into board games at some point. But yeah, we will. Remember that movie with Justin Timberlake called In Time? Yes, with Olivia Wilde too. A piece. Oh, dude, a, a, one a great movie. Yeah, Justin Timberlake's a fantastic actor, and that movie. If you the whole point of the movie in my eyes was time is money, money is time. Like it doesn't matter your the amount of money you have. It's literally like the time, so you can. You can gamble your time away yeah. uh, or win it. I mean, that great movie. Great movie. Yeah. With a nice message, you know? And, uh, dude, I was going to ask you a question. What were we talking about right before this? Uh, Sonic uh, ice cream. Yes, Sonic. Okay, so pound for pound, right or wrong, how, how right am I that the Blast is the best ice cream treat at any fast food chain? Uh, I mean... Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. As I have some insider information, right? So, uh, Sonic came out with the blast to compete with Dairy Queen's Blizzard. Blizzard. Yep. Because in most small towns throughout the country, especially in the South, 
they're guaranteed to have a Dairy Queen restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so Sonic came in. If most small towns in the South, uh, they might not have a Walmart, they might not have a McDonald's, but you bet your ass they have a Sonic and a Dairy Queen. Yeah. Um. So the 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 the, the blast from Sonic was to compete with the with the Blizzard from Dairy Queen, and all the blast is. Is so like when you make get a milkshake at Sonic, it's a it's a liquidy ice cream, right? When you get the blast, it's a soft serve or it's half soft serve, half um oh it might be all soft serve, but it's it's essentially a mixture of the liquid uh, milkshake ice cream and the soft serve. They come out of the same machine. It's just how it's processed, right? Yeah. How cool it is or whatever. So the blast is essentially a blizzard. Um, just it it it's uh maybe it might be a little less. Uh, a little more liquidy you might yeah. you i've because i've tried to fucking pour a blast out and if you give it a good shake it'll it'll come out yeah i uh, like i like a soft serve more than uh uh, uh you know shake. brick stone or whatever we're gonna call it uh like cold stone i'm not a fan of that hard ice cream i like well, a soft so, serve but when i say soft serve it is that that is the hard ice cream which is it's confusing so a soft serve ice cream is gonna be that harder ice cream yeah, this is above my pay grade. I, all I'm saying is that the the blast is better than the blizzard. The blast is good because you can, uh, especially if like, if I was making your fucking blast, I'd hook you up. You know, yeah. I'd put more candy in there. Yeah, than you put me. a little extra Reese's in there for me. I'd put a little extra Reese's in there, a little extra syrup, whatever you want. I could. But you know what up. sets it over the top, Kyle? It's the whipped cream. Yes, the blast. Uh, uh the blizzards don't have whipped cream. They don't. Um, and and you get a cherry on top of your of your and not only cherry on top so with the blast you get the 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 candy and the toppings all mixed into the the ice cream whipped cream and then whatever the toppings you had in the in the blast go on top of the whipped cream and a cherry on top i mean you can actually and i've i've tested this you can ask for a cup of cherries on the side and they'll give it to you for free yes you a hundred percent hundred percent dude uh we we had a secret menu at sonic a secret really yeah, um, there was a drink called the Purple Orgasm, which uh, became no way. Yes, it became so popular we had to uh, not. It became a problem with corporate that we had to not. We, we couldn't address it <laughs> when people would order it. They'd say, "I want a purple O or a pur- purple orgasm." We'd have to like wink, wink, nudge, nudge them. Like, oh, do you mean the purple passion? Like. Oh, you can't say orgasm when we're taking your order. You mean the right. purple ocean water? Yeah, shit like that. No, ocean water's different. Ocean water's different. We have yeah, to say ocean water's the, the coconut. Ocean. Yeah, so coconut have, and sprite. But people would make up their own, essentially their own drinks, and they'd become so popular. That's the thing about Sonic. When they say there's over four million combinations, sure. they're not wrong. There literally are four million combinations you could come up with at Sonic. Did you have and, a go-to uh, on the regular menu? A go-to at Sonic, like food? on the regular menu, like the cherry limeade, the ocean water, these things. Uh, well, we call the cherry limeade the pussy, the pussy drink. So if you got the cherry limeade, we'd call you a pussy. Okay. Um, that was my I, favorite one, by the way. I love the cherry lime. It's a great, it's a great beverage. But here's a little, tr- a little secret. What I liked was a Dr Pepper with fresh lemon in it, squeezed lemon. You went like four lemons squeezed into that bitch. It's actually delicious. I know it sounds weird. That sounds strange. Yeah. It is very strange, huh. but it's delicious. Uh, menu item, um, ah, man, it's hard to say. 
it's hard to say because there weren't there's what maybe six or eight or maybe 10 listed items you know signature drinks you could get but the the specialty ones were where it where it came through honestly the strawberry limeade was better because we actually had pureed strawberry yeah, that yeah, yeah. would go in that bitch and you're sipping on that thing and through your straw pops a fucking chunk of strawberry you're like mm, yeah you, you have a little trouble you're sucking you're having a nice time driving you have a little trouble sucking through and you're like okay something good's about to happen yes. and it comes through but yeah, yeah, no, like for us, so I was a degenerate in high school, even, believe uh-huh. it or not. And we were drinking vodka uh, at lunch, usually. And so, I mean, you, you forget about it. With a cherry limeade, a little vodka splashed in there is lovely. You go to Spanish class after Dude, lunch, wow. and you're having a good time trying to talk this is, in tongues. This is how I made my fucking name at Sonic, right? Friday night, Texas high school football is a big deal, right? I I specifically wanted to work Friday nights at Sonic because before the games, all the parents and the families would come and get food and all that stuff right before the game because we were like right next to the high school. And and also before the game, all of the, the students would come and get their mixers going, right? Yeah. And, so, and especially not even before the game, but especially after the games, like around like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. All the fucking high schoolers would roll up and get uh, uh, drinks to mix their with their vodka, and so I had a deal worked out with them. If I if you knew me, if you recognized me from school, which most people did, I'd be like, they would say, "Hey, I want uh, you know, so and so ocean water with pineapple, but leave a little room at the top, right?" And I'd be like, "Oh, I know who you are." So I'd skate out there, uh, and I'd say, "Hey." Uh, I will, I'm, I'm willing to give you a free drink if you will, uh, if, if you will give me a little something in return and they'd be like, oh, okay. Like a hand job. So I'd bring out a kid's cup, like, right. Like the little tiny cups. I'd bring out their drink with an empty kid's cup. Oh, I'd get say, a little vodka. I'd say you, you fill this up for me and here's your free drink and we'll be on our way. Right. So I would, I would get fucked up at work because people would just come i even had strangers offer me to hit their uh hit their bowls and their joints while i was giving them food like i give them food and i'd i'd be like "Woo, smells good in here <laughs> like 16 17 and, they, and i'd be like they'd be like "Woo, smells good in here and they'd be like you want some and i'd be like yeah so i'd stick my head in the window hit their fucking joint or their blunt or their bowl or whatever blow it back in and then just go on my merry way dude i used to get fucked up at sonic dude and at one point my boss uh one of the bosses one of the uh, managers uh he would uh like on closing night friday night he'd be like uh he'd send the one of the cooks right so like we'd have it so on closing night friday night it'd just be one car hop one manager and one cook right so let's say like eight o'clock the the second cook gets off work he let him off early and say, hey, go to the liquor store. Here's some cash. Go get me so-and-so because the liquor stores close at night. So the one cook would get off early, go to the liquor store, come back, drop off whatever the manager had ordered. Usually it was a case of Modelo. Yeah. So he'd put, it, he'd put it in the walk-in freezer. And so my the manager, I'm fucking 16, 17 years old. The manager would be like, Kyle, there's beer in the, in the fucking walk-in. Just drink it through a Sonic in a Sonic cup. So I'd get a Route 44. <laughs> Route 44 cup, fill it up with like two, three, four beers, and I would just sip on that all night. 
That's you nice. Know, dude, I've never gotten more fucked up at a place of business than at Sonic when I was working there. But how cool did you feel? Dude, I was the dude. People came to me. They were like, Kyle's the guy <laughs> in our mixers. And then what I would, if, if I was off work and I wanted to go get high, I would just go park at Sonic in the stall and fucking hotbox my car. Yeah. Sonic. I mean, it was no big deal. It was like, and you what, know, the manager knew. He didn't What care. is he going to do? Yeah. yeah. You're going to fire you from Sonic. You're going to make something to six, 15 year old, 17 year old. I would take cigarette breaks. Like, I would, that's <laughs> where I started smoking cigarettes was at Sonic because I'd be like, I just want a break. I'll go stand out there with the smoker and then I would just smoke cigarettes so I could get a break. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Well, well do you want to get in a game a board? I'm sorry. We got into the fast food talk, which is. Hey, I, yeah. You know, you, you mentioned something. I will pull up the board games here, but you know, you're talking about drinking underage. I got to share a story with you and, and maybe I'm, you'll I'm appreciate this. Um, did you open a new beer, by the way? Mm-hmm. This let's, is let's Kona, keep ourselves honest here. Yeah, this is Kona Brewing Company. It's called Liquid Aloha. Big fan. Yeah, uh, I like Kona that. Brewery. I think they have good stuff. Um, it's 99 calories, and it's four percent alcohol. Uh, which now, now that I've had a few four percenters tonight, I feel like a bitch, right? Sure. Um, but it's just a blonde ale. It's delicious. It's light, and uh, Kona is always a good brewing uh, brewing co. Uh, they have some good stuff, but. Uh, they got a little lizard on there. I'm sure you've had some Kona where you're at. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. But That's look at the, the graph, too. It's with the what's up with the beaches. There's got a naked lady and her family and what looks like a dog on the beach. I mean, it's just that I think that's the place to be is at the beach. You give me a naked lady, a beach and a dog. I'm in heaven and I'm not I'm not doing the same stuff with the lady that I'm doing with the dog, just to be clear. But, dude, so <laughs> I, I open. The, you're not petting the dog. <laughs> no. I, so I opened this new one. It's nice. It's a a, a very seasonal, uh, nice little. Are those Hispanic peppers? <laughs> These are cactuses, I believe. Oh, they're cactus. Okay, I thought they were peppers. I was like, that's a little racist. Dude. Yeah, it's called Taueno. Taueno. Exactly, dude. And it's a Mexican amber ale, and it's caramel toffee flavored. It's not bad. Um, and yeah, you see these cactuses, these beaner cactuses having conversations with each other. Uh, one saying Taweno and the other one says, si, estoy muy bien. Um, you know, yeah. So he's, saying, bra. Really do, <laughs> he's saying, yeah, I really do enjoy this beer. Uh, Spanish slang for it's good. Taweno is an amber ale with mild and pleasant notes of caramel and toffee, a slightly malty flavor profile and a nice clean finish. There I you don't. Go, no, the oh, this is a five point one. Oh, um, all day, dude, all day. Yeah, it's lovely. It really can, is good. Dude. That's a fun can. Um, learn so. Also at Sonic, I learned um uh, kitchen Spanish. I yeah. learned all the bad words, and I learned all the words I needed to communicate the food orders. And uh, I also learned way when you say yeah, hey, que pasa way? Kind of like me- what's up, faggot. <laughs> Yeah. So years later, like two years ago, I went to Mexico for the first time uh, with my family for vacation. And uh, after a few days, we got we had the same waiter on the beach. Right. We got to know him. His name was Jose. He was like the bomb. We tipped him really well. He was like our buddy. He hooked us up with like restaurant reservations, all that stuff. And one day I was like, hey, pause away. And he was like, (laughs) he looked at me like, what the fuck did you just say to me? And I've given this guy a hundred US dollars at this point, right? <laughs> That's so like a million like, fucking pesos. Yeah, he was very nice about it, but he was like, Who taught you way? Like in clear English, he said, Who taught you way? 
And I was like, I learned it in kitchens in America. And he goes, okay, do not say that to anybody else except for me, because it's like, you only say that to like your best friend. Yeah. Right. Like what you said, cause it basically means what's up faggot. <laughs> or, what's up bitch. Or like, it's like a, yeah. it's a friendly way to call your, your friend a, 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 a bitch basically. Or yeah. A and so I was like, I had no idea. He was like, Hey man, do not say that to anybody else. We're cool, but don't say that to anyone else. I was like, yeah, yeah. okay, sorry, bro. I was like, okay, cabron. He sorry, was like, <laughs> cabron. <laughs> That's shithead. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. You know, it's fun when you can throw these little things around. I used to live with all Mexicans in, uh, in like one of my first houses and, and, uh, we did a thing for a week. I told them cause I wanted to try and learn Spanish as much Spanish as I could. And I told them to speak nothing but Spanish amongst themselves for a week. And I got so pissed off within six hours because I didn't know what was going on that. I mean, they continued doing it for the rest of the week, but I was like, dude, I don't know what anyone's saying. And I learned actually quite a bit then. Like when you just drop yourself into the situation, you learn a lot of Spanish. So I know a decent amount of Spanish. For Half like- of my high school Spanish class was just watching uh like disney movies in spanish with english subtitles and i probably had learned more spanish there than i did in the whole class that's the only way to learn watching the lion king in spanish like you're gonna learn some shit yeah 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 definitely yeah (laughs) so what i was gonna tell you um with the uh with the drinking underage there was this restaurant i used to work at called carlota's here in tucson and there's two locations there's one in oracle arizona and then there was one in tucson but it shut down um this this owner of this business was kind of connected to the cartel in a weird way okay really roundabout way her husband was in prison he used to get like releases because he was like a excuse me he was like an upper class prison inmate so he would get releases and he would come in and he would manage us and this this prison dude uh connected again with the cartel really liked me like he he was like yeah this dude's pretty cool you know i was a young kid working there as a bus boy and uh i worked there with a couple other older dudes that were like 26 35 in that range right a couple dudes and there was one dude that was in his early 30s that really liked me too he was a white dude and he was a server there and there was this dope sports bar across the way because this was connected to a mall this carlota's restaurant so there was a dope sports bar right right next to it i forget the the name of it. it's like world's world sports or something weird like that and um it was kind of like an arcade and a massive beer fucking bar right like 100 beers on tap all kinds of different like sports arcade games and shit tons of tvs all over and really really hot girls working there and so yeah that was what i was a fan of you're what 16 17 i was 17 dude working at this place 17 and this dude was able to get me in there as a 21 year old and we're drinking so like i'm like this baby faced fucking 21 year old in heavy quotes right i'm 17 so dude everyone would fucking get me drinks there all these dudes would get me fucking constant beers there was this gorgeous bartender that was like she thought i was 21 she was older than me it's the first time that i got to actually bang an older chick and i enjoyed it a lot yes dude. it was a good time yeah, I forget her name, but she was a pretty like Mexican white chick mixed. And uh, I mean, just that that whole idea of being, you know, underage, but everyone kind of treats you like an adult. But they all know you're underage like they know, but they won't say anything. Kind of. I thing. don't know if these girls did, because like I, legally, 
she would have gotten arrested if if because uh, she was she was twenty two. I was seventeen. Done that. They don't care. They want that young dick, dude. They do, but I think, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if if she was gonna act sideways or something, like she was treating me like a fucking king, dude. That's what I'm saying. It was very nice. You know, we're going to her house. We're hanging out in the jacuzzi, shit like that. Oh, it was, dude. it was, dude. Yeah, like, she had a house. Dude. That's what I'm saying. I'm like this fucking loser in in fucking you know basically just getting out of high school, loving life and hanging out with a fucking rich chick. It was dope. And you know, you know, it's it's fine now. But I mean, I know where I know where I am, and I know where I'm supposed to be. And they're two different exactly places. I get what you're saying. I get you. You don't have to say any more. You don't have to say exactly, anymore. dude. Yeah, no. But it, there's something to that, dude. Just hanging out with like people that that treat you like you're older when you're young. Don't pass it up. If there's any kids listening, take every chance to drink underage. Okay, that's the point of the story. If you here. know you can get away with it, that's the key. You know I you mean, can get away with it. I you mean, if you caught, get caught, you got to. Are they going to charge you as a minor? You have to do eight hours of community service. Who cares? Not a big deal. Okay, so we're in board games now. Oh shit! Okay. Board game territory. What'd you after look up? Little, classic, did you look up classic board games after a little statutory rape conversation? Uh, okay. yeah, uh, dude. No, I mean, I've been is... statutory raped plenty of times, and I me too never report it. Yeah, me neither. I, it's different when you're the man uh, being raped statutorily by a female. It's uh, big. Dude, I had, big I'll just say, as a, a high school kid, I had some hot fucking teachers, dude. That I who who now I know are 22 years old, getting out of college with a fucking uh, undergrad in in teaching, and they can fucking teach. It's like, oh shit, you're 22, you're fucking hot as shit. And I'm yeah. 15. I I definitely, yeah, 100. percent 100 million percent yeah i'm gonna look up like the best board games um do you have any favorites that jump out before you start seeing these images yeah dude okay so i actually i won a version of monopoly uh at a bowling alley one time i did like a raffle drawing and i was like eight and i won a version of monopoly that was the dallas monopoly and it was fun as fun it's monopoly but all the all the uh properties were dallas properties and so that was pretty cool to play I loved Candyland as a kid, uh, not so much anymore. Um, I loved uh, uh, fucking chess, checkers, all that stuff is fun. Battleship, Trivial Pursuit. I actually still own a DVD version of Star Wars Trivial Pursuit uh, with both the original and the new, the the second trilogy, um, which is fun. I'd always kick ass at that. Um, I, dude, I love board games. Dude, my parents got me playing poker when I was like ten. We'd go over to my aunt and uncle's <laughs> house uh, and play poker uh poker nights my parents would get fucked up with my aunt and uncle and i was just fucking they teach me how to play poker and uh so you learn some cool shit so settlers we used to do uno uno is fucking dude uno can make or break friendships yeah it really can uh uno's fun um i'm seeing on the screen we got settlers of Catan. um i've only played settlers of, of Catan once and i played it recently and i actually really loved it it was a very fun strategic game um never heard of it shoots and ladders was fun um what else Uh, i'm just looking at all these ones you got on the list i've not heard of most of these yeah i mean monopoly is a classic i mean this was a fun one dude that literally teaches you the modern monetary and banking systems of the world if you play monopoly um i will say though ryan you need to get some ad blockers on your browser brother (laughs) yeah well this is a not a reliable site this is ranker so (laughs) um yeah monopoly's, no fun. monopoly's fun uh park place all that good stuff risk is fun i actually 
I said I have a Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. I have a Star Wars Risk as well, which is fun. Uh, Checkers Axis and Allies is basically a more complicated version of Risk, which is fun. Scategories is fun. Did you ever play that? I remember I saw I've, I saw my parents I've, playing it, and I I've thought it was like a swinger game. I, it kind of is. I've played it a couple of times, uh, and it's not it's not great. It's a if you're gonna play categories, you might as well play charades. Um, charades is a classic. I don't even know if you oh. can consider it a board game. What is that? Stratego? Strat- dude, Stratego. Did you ever play Stratego? I've dude? Never played Stratego. No. Oh my god, this is probably my favorite fucking game ever. It is such a good game. It's a board game for two players on a 10 by 10 square board. Each player controls 40 pieces representing individual officers and soldiers in an army. You have to capture the opponent's flag. That sounds pretty legit. And it's two. see two player board games are hard to come by. I Uh, love two player board games, man, because you can play them if the power goes out and you're just like you, you chilling there with your wife. Power goes out. You got Stratego. Light up some candles. Maybe pour a little bottle of whiskey, maybe a couple beers. Maybe you're fucking afterwards, you know? It's not a big deal, and you're playing a little Stratego beforehand. So here's the thing. Me and my wife have been struggling to find good two-player board games. Dude, get Stratego. Okay, Stratego, okay. And And don't fuck around with this futuristic shit. They make different different versions of it. Get Get the the old Revolutionary War era uh, Stratego. It's fun. Such a blast. The two-player board games are hard to come by, and if you find a good one... Stick with it. Mancala. You ever play Mancala? Mancala? Fun. Yeah, yeah, dude. I remember playing Mancala with a bunch of mixed race people when I was a kid. And uh it was fun. It was fun. Sure. There's a strategy to it. Chinese checkers is bullshit. Uh Chinese checkers is gay. It's yeah, got gay. Star David. I don't like it. It's secret society shit. Yeah, it, there's some there's some shit involved. Um what is this website that you're Game of Life? You ever play Life? Of course. Oh, dude, I would have like fucking eight kids, dude, because you make money off them bitches, dude. You do. And I used to always try and go for like either the athlete profession or something. Okay, we got to talk. Okay, we got to talk about the game of life. So, you know, that first fork in the road on the game of life, career or college. What do you what did you choose? I was always going career, even as a kid, because like college, you're paying for shit. You can get you can get a higher paying job going through the college route. But sometimes you can get those ones like the athlete career or you can get like the construction and you can always change careers later in the game of life. If you don't remember, that's true. true. Dude, I I did love the game of life. It was a very fun game and it did teach you some lessons. It did. I mean, very arbitrarily. But yeah, no, it was fun, dude. As a kid, you don't realize it. But like, fuck, the dudes who took career, uh, they usually won. Yeah. Yeah. clue. Clue. Oh, get out of here with this. This is actually another sleeper. Oh, what do you mean? Like, it's a good game or it sucks? It's a great game that was underrated. I mean, they have all the different versions. Um, I have a family guy clue in my house right now, and it's fun. I mean, you know, it, it, I, I have some great memories with my parents because my mom this. didn't understand that I knew the idea of bluffing when I was a kid. And mm. sometimes, like, I would pretend to ask someone that was playing if they had a card that I had. And my and I was bluffing, right? But my mom would be like, "Honey, you have that card," and I'd be like, "God damn it, mom!" And like as a kid, I'd be like fucking pissed off that she's like exposing me. Uh, yeah, dude, I have great great memories playing playing Clue. Dude, you know, there's a Clue musical. Did you know this? Oh God, is it good? Um, it's it's uh, it can be. I guess <laughs> the, uh, 
the premise of it is that it's treated as like a dinner theater type scenario where the audience is involved as if they're playing along in the game. So if it's done right, it can be quite entertaining. It can be fun, uh, both as an audience member and a cast member, because it it ch- it can change every night. Each show can be mm. different depending on – they literally turn the board game into a musical, uh, which is pretty wild. Sorry? Oh, dude. Sorry is a great, great game. Yeah, yeah. man. That's, uh, you can fuck people up on Sorry, dude. You can fuck people up. Sorry is a phenomenal game. Um, if we're going live, Sorry or Monopoly, which, which one are you going with in those three? Oh, like if I had to pick uh, one to play, like you're you're on a desert island with three friends, four friends. You're on a desert island with four friends. You're either playing Monopoly, Sorry, or Life for the rest of your lives. What are you What are you going with, dude? If I'm the rest of my life, I'd have to go Monopoly just because of the strategy. Uh, Sorry, and and I respect it. And Life are kind of up to chance, but Monopoly, there's a real strategy. Uh, apples to apples, I think. Don't uh, remember cards, cards Against Humanity is a is a uh, a dangerous version of it is it an adult version of apples to apples um exploding kittens that's one of those new games i was talking about earlier like an indie game that kind of blew up exploding kittens is kind of cheesy but it is very fun um it's very it's a very fun game to play uh uh, what are what the fuck are these board games dude secret hitler sounds like a fun game i'd love to see a picture of that if we can (laughs) get one up (laughs) dude let's see secret just just type in secret hitler <laughs> and see what it comes up with. type that into the ai art generator and let's see what pops up there all right secret hitler i spelled secret wrong but that's fine uh there's a looks... book called the great secret of hitler that's not what we want the secret hitler board game yeah let me type in secret hitler board game and see what the premise is i'm assuming there's a one of you that wants to commit a genocide let's see well, statistically, I think if you're playing with one to four people, one of you wants to be a fucking uh, uh, genocidal maniac. Um, there was videos on here. I was hoping maybe there would be one that was less than 30 minutes long. There's, There's not- one that's uh, one minute and 30 seconds. Yeah. Do you think that that's actually let me stop this and actually try and record the. Uh... The sound. I think that that's just. Uh, I think that's something. If, different. if this is a good game, you might have to both invest in it and play it and report back. I'm Hitler. Why didn't it's Hitler? Why you gotta say it like it's like a good thing? It's like, once one person is Hitler. Hitler. Is that better? Open your eyes. Acknowledge the other fascists. Why don't you instead nominate a chancellor? Ooh, like a Chancellor Palpatine. Oh, okay. Actually, made a deduce before I started filming. So, well, then you should be doing. Yeah, right. Very healthy. You're sitting right next to me in your fashion. No, I'm not. You saw the card. I, I think it's so hinky. Not give it to Laser Corn. You son of a bitch. I'm it. a liberal. God Don't damn it. it it's okay. so hinky. I like this game when you can trust your friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, yeah, Uncia. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Hitler! Yes! Yeah! 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 There's a secret Hitler in the game, and uh, there's fascists and liberals, which I think is just ridiculous, because liberals nowadays are the fascists. Uh, <laughs> it's fun though in spirit. That sounds fun, yeah. And sp- oh yeah, well, I'm I'm probably gonna I'll order it and see how it goes. <laughs> Actually, so there's a there's a Instagram and I think a TikTok uh page of this uh this guy who reviews uh board games and he's like an expert board game reviewer. And uh, I I sent my wife a video of one of the games he was reviewing called What a Niche Market, huh? Oh, absolutely. Like he's the, the only one, the niche of the niche. And one game he, uh, uh, I, I sent a video to my wife of him reviewing this game called the Poo Apocalypse, and like all the cards are like little poo characters, like a like character like poop, like Na- Napoleon uh, Bonaparte, like, yeah. like, and it's like a poo game where you, you it, and it's fun, <laughs> dude. I mean, I'm just saying these new board games are pretty fun. Battleship Classic, Battleship's uh, great, fun, fun time, Trivial, Trivial Pursuit, cool. always fun, um. A lot of these are games I haven't heard of before. Quirkle, well, there's a hundred. I mean, I haven't heard of a hundred board games. I mean, you know, Operations not on here, which is fascinating to me. That was a fun one. Mousetrap. Oh, Mousetrap. Here's the thing. I think most people who've ever played Mousetrap yeah, never set up the Mousetrap properly. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was the game itself was setting it up. Um, operation was fun. fun. I wonder if they. Do you think they should come out with like a trans operation game? Oh, wouldn't that be cool if you have to like put a dick on a chick? I honestly do. We could probably make some money on that if we'll you call like. it Foperation. <laughs> Foperation. Dude, yeah, and then I'm you got Candyland. Candyland Cranium is fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, the ones that I recognize are pretty fun. I mean. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of board games out there, dude. But like the the classics, the I clap. think we can all agree: Monopoly, Battleship, Operation, Break the Ice. Give What's me a little the... bit of Break the Ice. You remember break, that? Break the Ice. No, you don't. Where is it on here? Is it on? No. This... Uh, break the Ice. You have a bunch of ice cubes uh, with a polar bear in the middle, and everyone is trying to set it up. Um, okay. Does Hungry Hungry Hippo count as? Sure. Sure, game? it does. Okay. Sure it does. No, I've never seen Break the Ice. This is interesting. Yeah, Break the Ice is a lovely game uh, where you basically, I mean, you and another <laughs> opponent, you're not on different blocks. Hi, everybody. It's order. Valerie here from the Alt Toy Collector channel with Toby. Oh, got one. Toby? Oh, I hope I win because I really want to go against Dino. Oh, I think the base. Right in the center. He is in the corner. <laughs> Some fucking retards slamming that hammer sideways. But yeah, I mean, that's the idea. You, you have like all these, you know, there's tension holding these blocks together. And uh, you're trying to be the one that makes the other person knock the, the skating polar bear down. It's fun. Good fun. Okay. Well, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know, dude. I think, uh, dude, we we went on for a while here. I, I, yeah, uh, we can wrap it up. We've been going for a while. Um, but dude, this was fun, man. This was fun. We need more of this. We need. Yeah, to do we did some some drinking. Are you finishing up your last beer? I, yeah, I let me let me finish Mexican beer. 
I'm, I've drank enough of it to give it a review. Um, I'm going to go three, eight. It was good, but not great. Um, light 99 calories. I mean, I could take that all day as far as calories go five stars, but as far as like flavor robustness, uh, for a, a blonde ale, it's not bad, but I'm going to have to go like three, five. Okay. A blonde ale, uh, low ABV is what it sounded like. My mm-hmm. Taweno is not bad. Uh, I'm giving this definitely like a, like a three nine. I'll be a little nine. more strict. Um, this was that other one that I was talking about. This is the, uh, clown shoes. I don't know if you see that label there, it's kind of cool. It's oh, a, he's got a fucking crossbow. Yeah. He's got a crossbow. He's killing oh, zombies. Dude. That's that dope. Creature. Fucking goblin, dude. You got a goblin in there? Yeah. Clown Shoes Brewery makes some really cool labels. Clown and, Shoes. Uh, Where are they based out of? They are based out of, uh, I want to say Colorado, but let's double check. Clown this was right. a 9% IPA. Um, brewed and canned in Boston. Oh, fuck Boston. But My okay. Mistake. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey, it's, it's cool. I like the message that they had on here. It was all about like, you know, down with uh, with the system and all that shit. It, it was kind of cool. So, I, yeah, it was a good beer. This one was bomb. Uh, I didn't drink that on camera here. I drank that earlier. But, yeah, this Taweno is a 3.9. Uh, definitely the worst one that I've had out of these, but still great. Uh, we, I would we did, definitely we drink, drink a lot beer. of different beers tonight. I mean, I hope people can uh, appreciate the, the effort we're putting in here. I mean, they should. They, they should. perhaps try some beers of their own. And as I, I always say on a beer review, if, if there's someone, if you're out there and you have a beer you want Ryan or I to try, either tell us what it is or send it to us and we'll fucking drink it. Preferably and, send it to us. Yeah, dude. And as I said on the, I think on the last review, I'd love to get with our podcast community a beer exchange going where that'd be cool. Draw, draw names once a month. And, you know, let's say I draw you, you draw someone else, you send that person a six pack. And they get to review it and enjoy it. And maybe we could even make a podcast out of it, like called, you know, the beer exchange where we each, you know, we give our little uh, reviews on the beers that we send each other. Cause you know, I can't get the beer that you get. You can't get the beer that I get. Yeah. That's a good idea, dude. And maybe like review other things too. Like while we're talking about the beers, like talk about, uh, like I'm really into the UFC and I've been betting and killing the fucking game when it comes to Dude, betting. I, UFC. I'm gonna. I need to get your. I think I have your phone number, but I need to text you. Get some of these betting uh, odds that you have because you talked about that last time and it piqued my interest. Dude, I made like two hundred fucking dollars on on Tuesday. Two hundred bucks betting, pocketed it, profit. So I'm saying, okay. I'm, I'm trying to get into that more and more, dude. But yeah, as far as what you said, dude, I had an amber tonight. I had a hazy IPA. And I had a fucking uh, coffee beer. So, yeah, no, we definitely tried three different beers over here on this end. I think that you had three different I had beers. F- well. I had five. I had a hazy IPA, a fucking wheat beer, another IPA, uh, uh, another mango wheat ale that we chugged, which was delicious, and then this other fucking blonde ale, dude. So five beers. I forgot about Not the cider, bad. too. The 9% cider. Oh, the cider, cider that we chugged. Delicious. 7% cider. Excuse me. Yeah, dude. No, this was fun, Kyle. And, um, you know, obviously, um, people will know where to find you if they've been listening to my show. You've been on here. I've been on your show, but plug that and I'll plug your stuff up front when I do the little intro for this. This will air Absolutely. Saturday. Absolutely. Uh, but plug your, plug your stuff, man, whatever you're up to. For sure. Kyle, the big dumb podcast. You can check me out on all podcast platforms. 
Follow me on Instagram if you like want a, a beer that you have that you maybe is local to you. Hit me up and I'll see if we can make it happen. And then, dude, Ryan, this was fun, dude. Literally, high, highlight of my week. I'm pretty drunk yeah. now. I'm gonna try <laughs> to go fuck my wife after this. We'll yeah, see. If do I, it. She's probably asleep, and so she's probably gonna be like, "Get the fuck off." But uh, I'm gonna try anyway. Do and it. I appreciate the courage that you've given me to do that. So thank you, Ryan. This is the dude. We need more podcasts like this. Fuck the New World Order. Fuck the conspiracy. All that shit. Uh, fucking come and take it, dude. Like that's what. That's when we draw the line. When they come to our doors and try to take our money and our guns. Like that's when shit hits the fan. But until then, let's just get drunk and have a good time. It's what it should be, man. That's what it should be. But yeah, Kyle, thank you so much for joining. And until next time, guys, this has been another successful break room episode. Hopefully, you saw a little decompression on the weekend. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, and we'll see you next time, guys. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.